It is going to be a fun, packed show. Lots of information, lots of cool folks you guys are going to meet. But I want to remind you to go to HankStrange.com, sign up for our email list. Very important. You can also look around the site if you go into the Strangeaholics tab. We have um, a whole bunch of different platforms, etc., that you guys can find us on. And uh, you can also look around the site and buy patches from us, which helps support the cause over here. I will show it to you for the folks who are watching. If you're uh, listening on audio, you're going to have to go to HankStrange.com and check it out. But here's two patches. We have the blaster, the blaster patch, and the broadcasting patch. And then for 2020, we have... Uh, 2020 was hell in a handbasket patch that's also out. And if you buy any of those things right now, Lola sends out like free stickers and stuff like that. Like here's a sticker version of uh, our grenade logo patch. So there you go. Go to HankStrange.com. All right. For everyone joining us right now, please smash those thumbs up. Share this. Uh, help us overcome that algorithm. We appreciate it. A uh, big shout out to Walther Arms for sponsoring and supporting the show here. I am going to start loading my guests up here, and I am going to smash the open button right now. Welcome back to the Hank Strange Situation, Lifestyles. Of Make sure you guys subscribe, smash the thumbs up, ring the bell so you can be notified when we go live. Okay, Armand, Brigitte, we do this. Michael, you know this. Kevin, you know this. We do jazz hands. It goes like this. We're taking it back from the socialist communists. Uh, yeah, okay, Kevin Dixie, he does he does his own thing. Michael's doing his own thing. We are live. I hope you guys have your big girl panties on out there. It's gonna be a party. It's gonna this is gonna be fun. I'm actually looking forward to this. Uh, some folks here that I've known and seen and hung out with for a while. Actually haven't seen all these people in the flesh, except well, Kevin Dixie I've seen. Not too long ago, but I haven't seen the rest of you guys for probably about a year now in person. So we're going to get into this. This is episode. Kevin, is that you making noise? Is that... What? I'm not doing anything. Oh, okay. Well, I'm lighting this. I mean, I'm doing oh, that. Exactly. <laughs> okay. Well, okay. This is episode 709 of the Who Moved My Freedom podcast. I'm your host, Hank Strange. And uh, tonight's guests are Prime Protection STL. There they go, Brigitte, Armand. Am I saying that properly? To make sure I'm not messing it up. It's, it's Bridget. Okay, I don't know why. I always want to say Brigitte. Can I, Armand? Can That's I? Fine. Can I call her Brigitte, or is that like a violation of some oh kind of God. policy? False lady. Violation. There we go. <laughs> exactly. That's what she's been known as around these parts. Thanks to Mike. Yeah. So what's it called? Say it again. What was it? What is it, Mike? False lady. I nicknamed her Boss Lady. Boss uh, Lady. Okay. All right. There you go. There you go. All right. Okay. Boss Lady. That's cool. You know, or Brigitte. That's my thing. I like to give people nicknames. Don't be offended. I'll take it. That's yeah, good. I'm hey, just, thank I'm, you. I'm just kicking it. I'm also digging the braids. Just saying. You know, see, that's, you know, that's nice. That's nice. Okay. We also have uh, Michael Waller joining us, who's been on before. You guys have seen him here on the show. What's up, Michael? Hey, how you doing, man? Yeah, and uh, by the way, I was talking to you guys about this the other day. Boom. There you go. Concealed Ooh. Carry. Concealed Carry Magazine. You're in here. I think page 66. Right there, there's a big article, Fatherly Instincts. Uh, we had a discussion of this uh, some, some time back now. I'm trying to remember exactly when that was, and, and Kevin Dixie was here. Kevin Dixie also joining us. 
sparking up, sparking up a big one. <laughs> hey man, as it's been a long day. <laughs> well, it, you know, now actually I've, I've went down more than fifty percent already. So you, this is uh, the last one of the week. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wait a second. <laughs> How many well, cigars do you smoke every week, man? Uh, about it depends if I'm kicking it. Mm-hmm. Like I got a reason to people coming over something like that. But on average, if I'm by myself, normally it's four. Okay. If I um, but now I'm down to about two, and and I'll probably get down to like one a week. Really, it's probably just going to be when I'm doing a podcast or hanging out with friends. Okay. Yeah. Why are you cutting back? Because it's expensive. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> you I need mean, to so, you need to not, get I'm your own brand. It. You need to get NOC brand I, cigars, man. I trust me that um, the ATF. When I when I thought about that, the ATF is more in my life than I thought. It's like oh, I forgot about <laughs> the tobacco part. Yeah. Right. So they're they're all over the place, but. Um, no, it's, it's not even uh, the, the health reasons aren't even a, a factor. It doesn't bother me at all because, especially now, the last few weeks I've been moving, hitting the jam like I'm supposed to. I don't have any cardio problems with them. It's just my wallet. It's like, damn. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's just, just my wallet. Cutting but into no. that gun money, huh? Can't get as much no, uh, no. night vision never, optics never as you want to get. Never that. I got, a, I got a night vision plug. I don't ever worry about that. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> okay. Maybe you could share. That. Yeah, uh, I don't know. Maybe. I don't know. <laughs> Share with the rest <laughs> of us. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Okay. Interesting. Interesting. Um, so what is going on with everyone here? How's everyone doing? Haven't seen uh haven't seen some of you guys in a while. You know, uh let's well actually let's see where everyone is. Kevin, you're in Georgia, right? Yep. Somewhere outside of Atlanta. Atlanta. Okay, how's yeah, the right weather? How's the weather? Cold as hell today. Um, okay. sunny, bright. You, you know that day you wake up and it's like sunny, you like about downtown and you walk outside and it's like, ha gotcha. Trick yeah, one you. Of them. yeah, same thing here in Florida. It looked really nice outside until I went out there. <laughs> nice and sunny. Uh, Miss Boss Lady Brigitte? Yeah, how are you guys? How, where are, You guys are in St. Louis. We're yeah, in well, St. Louis. Louis. Okay. Cold St. Louis. It's actually snow. snow on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> oh, snow? We wish oh. we could have y'all problems. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, well, you know, there's people who wish they could have snow. Yeah, you know, there's folks out there who think that's romantic, not me. Exactly. <laughs> um, if you've actually dealt with it, you don't think it's romantic. And Michael, where you're you're in Georgia, right? No, no you're not in Georgia. Where are you? Illinois. Illinois. Okay. All right. It just always seems I'm always in Georgia. Right. Because I'm in Tennessee, and then KD is that's like my second home. Okay. Jack in the sunroom, so I'm always in Atlanta too. So, <laughs> oh okay, <laughs> what it is? Missouri, Atlanta, wherever my wherever my people are, I'm pretty much there. <laughs> yeah, you guys are you guys are all kind of like family. We were talking about this behind the scenes. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, everyone's staying over at everyone's place over here. I I don't get any invites, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, well, yeah, right. Hank, in all fairness, I've never I've never stayed overnight at uh, Armand and Bridget's house. I mean. Mike gets that privilege. I've never been invited to do so. Oh, um, you, I just want to well, point you know, out. Play yeah, you know better. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just, I'm just making a point. <laughs> Wait a second. You were all up in there. I was just telling these guys before you came on. Last shot show, you were staying in some. I've never. This is like the Trump uh, Plaza suite or something like that. You were staying in in Vegas. That that was these guys, right? And you had your yeah, own like, wing. You had your own wing of the suite over there. I did have my own. Look, this is this is why I tell people all the time. Man. You have to treat people kindly, be nice to everyone, because mm-hmm. you never know what's going to wind up happening. 
happened in life, right? Mm-hmm. Kevin Dixie would have never paid for that place. But they made something magical happen, and then mm-hmm. we just brought our resources together and made a beautiful, wonderful event out of it. But that's why, if you remember back to the Shot Show Kickback, you saw their logo floating all around that thing. Mm-hmm. That's why. Yep, they made that happen, man. I just... I just used my pretty face to get the people to show up. Yeah, that was cool. That was awesome to see. And then I found out so for some reason I didn't put this together because I know we had the thing for or you had you guys had the thing for Argo J there. Um, probably there mm-hmm. was different events going on, but I didn't realize that Michael was over there also at the same time. Yeah, yeah. yeah he was there. He ain't had that weird. Mu- hey, man. Hey, bro. What's going on with the mustache, dog? He ain't had a mustache. Yeah. Okay, my, I ain't been to the barbershop in a little minute, so I, I'll be I'll be there tomorrow. I'm yeah. trying to grow okay. my, I'm trying to get my little dig. Yeah, he's but, trying, he's trying to butch up, trying to butch up. Well, you know, I have to clean up for the hang Oh, <laughs> 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 you went and got you you actually went and got the head shaved off today. Had to. Yeah. Okay. Had to get the prom dome done. Yeah. So you guys are everyone's on point here. Let's let's start with uh, what is it? It's Prime Protection STL, right? If for, yeah. if anyone is looking for that, so uh, why don't you guys explain to the folks out there what that is, who you are? I've been seeing you guys at shows for a long time. Do you guys remember how long that's been? I always run into you guys at Sh- I believe Shot Show and NRA, right? Yes, sir. Yeah. So um, basically, Prime Protection is a firearms training company that is evolving into different avenues in the firearms industry right now. Mm -hmm. Um, We are trying to break down barriers and get more beginner shooters into shooting into uh, their constitutional rights, all while making sure that they're doing it safely and legally. And the other thing is to change the idea of what a gun owner is in St. Louis. Okay. Um, We are lucky enough to have uh, very rural areas, and then we have a lot of city areas, too. And some people would say that it would be like uh, two different uh, tales of the tape, and they wouldn't really understand what a legal gun owner is. And in the urban areas, the only places that you are told that the only people that own firearms are either cops or bad guys. And it's a lot of people in between that need to own a gun to make our streets safer. Okay. All right. So you guys are based in um, Saint, in Saint, in the St. Louis area, right? Sir. Yes, okay. Sir. Awesome. Um, and I guess you, how did you get into this? How did you start doing this? Did it have something to do with Kevin Dixie? Was it before Kevin Dixie? What, what's the deal? Like, how did you guys... So it's a very uh, cool story of how um, Kevin. I mean, Dixie, Kevin's making a face, but I don't know. <laughs> so um, basically, um, Kevin, he had started moving into the training realm before us. Okay. And then we came up maybe a year behind him and we had never known mm-hmm. um, each other. Right. Okay. Um, I always like to uh, remind him of how we met in a pawn shop one time. And he handed me his card, and we never know that we would meet up and mm-hmm. be close to friends that we are now. Mm-hmm. And it was um, just a cool thing when I was coming up, and I read an article that was in the newspaper about him, and I reached out to him. Mm-hmm. And I was like, hey, man, I do this little CCW class, and I really like what it is, the message that you're putting out. I wholeheartedly agree with you. Uh, would you like to come in and speak to my class at the time? And he was... Um, 
a great man. And I'm so thankful that I did that because um, the level of mentorship and different things that have come along with this dude um, is top notch. Really? And it was never a thing of trying to um, <laughs> try because he could have he could have stopped me out of his competition. No, you stay over there. Are we supposed to give right. Kevin Dixie OG status here? Is that what's I mean, going on? I mean, it's what? all respect for KD. Like, yeah. seriously, and that's okay. honest. How it happened, yep. you know, how a lot of um, what evolved crime protection STL, but yeah, started a little bit after him. But hey, it's been a great thing since. Yeah, and he's been on this roller coaster ride with us behind the scenes uh, with mm-hmm. guidance and other things that have mentorship uh, trainings and other things that help crime protection better. So, whether you're getting instruction in the St. Louis area from me, it's some stuff that you probably learn from Kevin Dixie. You just don't know it. Yeah. Okay. I, I hope I hate I hope St. Louis um, you know, uh represents for you guys. You know? Yeah. I really mm-hmm. I really hope they do. Yeah. I know uh Kevin's done a lot of things. Um yeah. yeah, I'm I'm surprised, Kevin. Did you have something to say here? No nah, man, it, it, look, I'm, let me tell you something about them mm-hmm. too. They have a way of, of saying things in a certain way that, you know, it well they're a balance, right? Armand's mm-hmm. very like He's like a care bear, right? So he'll say things really, really nice and really, really sweet. And then you all of a sudden, like, you become gel on the inside. And you're like, what? And then and then once you get too cocky, then uh, Brigitte, as you were calling her, yeah. curse you out a little bit and bring back some balance. Oh, right? really? Uh, They've both yeah, always uh, been nice to me. They've both always been oh, nice. They, so I don't know about you, Kevin. with a smile on her face now. Oh. She's not going to frown while she's cursing you. Right? I'm just going to be, be nice about it. Yeah. Uh, but no, I, I'm, um, you know, I've always uh, told Armand and, and his lovely wife, uh, Brigitte, uh, Bridget, but that mm. it was my pleasure to, you know, uh, align with them. Because in, it's like in many areas, man, right? If you figure out, oh, I'm doing this thing, and then this person is doing this thing. People very seldomly want to come together and share energy or mm-hmm. share love or share space. Mm-hmm. And I tell people all the time, I have no competition. What God got for me, God has for me. Um, so if I can help Amen. you better facilitate information to individuals and better educate the people that are coming to you that God has for you, then maybe my mission was to make sure I helped you in any way I can. Thus, you can transfer the information. Thus, we're putting more educated individuals on the street. So it wasn't, I don't care if they go through me. I just care that they get the information. Mm-hmm. And then from there, it went from me going to one class, coming to another one. Next thing you know, we barbecue, cigars, family, kids, and they are they are nothing but, um, have been nothing but family since. So I'm glad that they um, they listened. I'm honored that they let me be a part of their mission and to see their growth is, it's as much as my privilege to watch their growth as it is for them to compliment me, compliment me as being a part of it. So it's all it's all one big family, man. We all got our roles to play. Mm-hmm. And right now, I'm playing mine. And in a couple of years, some they'll be in my seat and somebody be saying the same thing about them. Absolutely. Absolutely. And this community here, the gun community, I think this is like the realest part of it. Right. I mean, I, I see this all the time that there's people who I don't even know, but we do have this in common and people reach out to me. It's it's happened lately. Right. People reach out to me and they're like, hey, this is what I do completely separate from what you do in the gun world, but I support the Second Amendment. I'm a gun guy, I own stuff, you know, if there's something I could do for you, you know, just let me know. I think it doesn't really get reflected that much, right? And, and maybe we don't work as hard as we should work to make it look that way, right? Because a lot of times it, it maybe looks like we're all fighting with each other, and sometimes we are, you know? Yeah. So it's, it's good to see that that's been going on for a long time. Maybe we just need to do more to put that out there so 
you know, important. Now, you know, we were talking about the younger folks coming up. I guess that's where Michael comes in. Yeah, I ain't, I ain't that I ain't that young no more. Uh, you're still you're gonna you're you're still good. You're the youngest person here, sir. Not with that not with that mustache. You know. Hey man, really, Mike? You looking like a motorcycle cop, dog? I'm gonna need you to hang, bro. But I like the hat. Though. The hat you got on is fire. I, mean, I see I like him. We go, I'm going. Don't hate. Don't hate, but look, you see, I'm trying to grab my old man in now, man. Y'all ain't finna be treating me like I'm a little boy no more. Yeah, no, man. no, we never. I never said that. I never said that. You know, I got your back. Tell him it's work. That's what that's called. Oh, right. Work, play. Oh. Work. Don't okay. work. Uh, I, don't know. I guess. Uh, I guess that okay. thing has been getting fertilized. <laughs> 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 All right, fine. All jokes. All right. Uh, I'm just messing with you. I'm just messing with you. Listen, you're doing your thing. I mean, I think it goes along with what I'm trying to say here, right? There's all kinds of different stories. I know Armand was saying behind the scenes is one of the things that we really want to let people know that the the gun world, the Second Amendment, what we're doing here, the idea that you have the right and the responsibility to protect yourself and your family um, is an important thing. And, and you know, even though... Um, you know, even though I might be the old dude and you're a younger gentleman, if you want to put it that way, um, you've actually lived more than a lot of folks out there have in a short period of time, right? I'll say so. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, we, we respect it. Mm-hmm. You know, we respect it. Got to make fun of you, though. Yeah. Yeah, it's all yeah. good. <laughs> so tell us tell us real quick what happened with this here. How did you wind up in uh, Concealed Carry magazine? How did this go down? Well... Uh, and, and of course, big shout out to your son right there, right? That's uh, uh, well, uh yeah. well, I mean, well, first God, I mean, ain't nothing possible without Jesus, uh, Jesus Christ. So, uh, mm-hmm. I give all you know glory to Him and credit to Him first. Uh, second, I mean, I, a lot of people, man. Uh, I mean, everybody that's Kevin, even, I, go ahead, I'll put it up there. I don't know, I don't everyone, know. If, everyone, oh, everyone. oh, there you go. What I'm on. Brigitte, Miss Brigitte, do you guys? I'm feeling some type of way right now. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, he's gonna he's gonna pull out the app. (laughs) Yeah, everyone. Yeah, there you go. Uh, pretty much, uh, it, it wasn't just a, a a me thing how I got on there. I mean, mm-hmm. my son being included, people at USCCA. Mm-hmm. Big shout out to Mike. Uh, he's one of their main. Oh, uh, there you go. Uh, yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, see they oh, hold on, hold on. Let me put that. Go ahead. Show that again. Show that. <laughs> All right. Respect. Yes, sir. Yeah. I mean, it, it was so many, so many people I can give credit to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, Mike at US, USCCA, he's one of their lead uh, media guys there. He's uh, he pretty much helped put all this stuff together. Uh, I mean, K- KB, Armand, Bridget, they all pushed me mm-hmm. to even because I mean, I was, you know, thinking that I was going to go in a different direction with it or mm-hmm. if I should do it I you know I look back and I always call on you know my uh God first and then mm-hmm. I, I call on the people that I'm connected to that's really close like you know Armand and Bridgette mm-hmm. from Boston and then uh KD mm-hmm. you know they you know they kind of encourage me to even you know you know keep you know go forward with USCCA and you know get on that uh, do the magazine mm-hmm. thing because they before so mm-hmm. and, and the company did and I mean all credit to uh even my my boy uh, Armand um, Law Shield and other companies tried to come at me, and you know them being you know who they are to me, they um, you know they kind of protect they def- they definitely protected me. So I mean I give credit to God first and the people around me, you know mm-hmm. for me being a magazine and my son. So 
Thank you. Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, um, I think it's very cool for, for them to reach out to you and, and feature you on there. Um, and then this is the kind of thing that we're all facing now. I think I was trying to say that we were talking about this behind the scene. So many new people uh, coming on board, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think last year they said it was 20. I don't know what the final numbers were, Kevin. I don't know if you have the final numbers. I think it was over 21 million sales, right? Uh, and, uh, yeah, the sales were there, and I think they were equating. Uh, I think I believe the NSSF equated uh, maybe eight, it was 8 million yeah, eight brand million. new people right, or something like that. Yeah. Yes, 8 million brand new people. Um, a lot of those people, people of color, women, um, and other you know, minorities, um, to me, I think that's that's th- there's a whole lot that goes into this, right? There's a whole lot that goes into this, and you know, it's it's a really serious thing. There's some people that are jumping into this because they're afraid or they're panicking or they think that uh, they've got enemies out there and all that. I don't think that's why you did this back in the days when you did it. And I remember you saying here on the show that you know you were just. When you had to defend yourself, you were just at Kevin Dixie's class, right? Is that right? Yes. Yeah. So um, I think ultimately this is what it comes down to, man. You're living that and you're living proof. The fact that you're here, your son's here, you know, the people that you care about are here. You're here. You were able to defend yourself. This is why we actually do all of this, right? Mm -hmm. Outside of the fun, cool stuff of having the things or hunting or whatever else it is, this is what this is why we do it. And I think it's important to to recognize that and, and when other folks out there recognize it, you know, we need to bring it to light. So you know I appreciate it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So you you're saying that Kevin has something to do with this. What did he what did Kevin have to do with this? I'm just curious. Well, well it, it all starts um, from the beginning. Um, yeah. and I mean all mm-hmm. of them, especially even K D yeah. they always from the beginning um kevin's sharing some of the love out here is that what's going on yeah yeah we we call we call we call him uh uh coach jesus christ um Kev- that's coach uh chicago bulls good god that's sad i'm from chicago uh phil jackson, oh. <laughs> jackson uh, the gun world yeah. man. He's always coaching and uh sharing all the love and i'm the biggest uh copycat but it is <laughs> so, yeah. kevin kevin left kevin dixie letting someone else uh talk yeah uh, <laughs> i'm just teasing i'm just teasing him <laughs> it, 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 all start, it all started from the beginning especially uh I, i've been i was in the gun industry even way before i even got into the training thing i'm for the people who do know me mm-hmm. that that don't know i did work for a company called civilian force arms it mm-hmm. was in yorkville illinois in like 2000 good yeah uh 14. Mm-hmm. I was there when I was like 18 years old. I mean, I've been to SHOT Show a number of times and it was, I've been, I was doing it for quite a bit of time, but I didn't really take off and really um, make a name really for myself or, you know, for uh, my, my business until I will say uh, roughly around the time where I went to Ke- uh, Kevin Dixie's event, uh, No Other Choice, uh, the uh, Train and Learn Industry event 2018. Mm-hmm. Was it? Yeah, 2008. No, 2019. Excuse me. Yep. 2019. Yeah. Where uh, was uh, where was that? I was one? 2018. I was in St. Louis, Missouri. St. Louis. Okay. Oh no, 2019. Yeah, you're right. 2019. Yeah. No, Connection no. sucks. Yeah. yeah. 2019. Uh, that's you know, kind of where you know this whole even incident uh, kind of started in a way. Uh, I was there training uh, mm-hmm. for the people who you know don't know, but it was at the event. I was there training. Uh, shot at number four or five thousand rounds. Uh, was in there networking with people. I um, 
got a chance to um I won a gun there. Well a few guns. <laughs> I didn't know wow. a few guns at the time, but I won a gun there. Uh on my way back I uh drove down there with my, my uh buddy um Devin Devin Perkins and he um ended up going back to Chicago with me because he was taking the train. Mm-hmm. So as we were on the road back to Chicago, uh still in my training clothes pretty much. It was less than I think a little bit less than seventeen hours after the event ended. Um when I got back to Chicago, I was, you know, forced to defend my uh, my life and my son's life um, and my buddy Devin's life as well. Hmm. Uh, so, um, I mean, is this I the th- Devin that I know? Yeah, yeah, I think mm-hmm. so. Really, you know, you you know him. Okay, yeah, yeah you know him. Yeah, the same one. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah, really, yeah, Devin, he was he was in the vehicle with me when the whole incident happened. Oh, so wow. I mean, okay. On, on uh, this first magazine, it says, you know, that uh, there was You know two- what? I, I remember that. When I first met you guys, it was, you guys were, yeah, I met you guys probably at the yeah. same exact time. Yep, yep. yep. Okay. The first, uh, the first uh, magazine, it was it, it said that, you know, there was two lives saved. And, you know, he always reminds me, and I, I tell him, too, you know, it was more than two lives saved. It wasn't just mm-hmm. me and my son. It was him as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was also my girlfriend and, you know, the unborn child in the house, too, as well. Yeah. He, around so i mean it was way more than two lives saved mm-hmm. uh when that uh, incident happened um i mean that's kind of where i feel like it started and that's why i give kevin dixie really credit you know for uh just you know because that was my first official training event like with firearms mm-hmm. handle gun for a long time but you know mm-hmm. that was my first training event you know actually gun holster and actually running the gun and I mean, to have an event where I was surrounded, I didn't even know at the time I was surrounded around, around some of the best firearm instructors in the country. Mm-hmm. I want to say, but I mean, good God. I mean, we had Kareem Moser there. Mm-hmm. We had, uh, uh, um, what's his name? Good God. Dustin Pluth. Dustin. Oh, wow. Ken Scott. Kevin, uh, uh, Kevin Dixie, Ken Scott. Uh, I mean, it goes, I mean, mm-hmm. goes on. I mean, it, Mike uh, with, uh, M, uh, what's his, you know, the, what's his name? Good God. Um, he's an instructor. Mike. Oh. Uh, no. He was. Uh, yeah. Uh, MW Tactical. Yeah. Oh, okay, Mike. 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 Yeah, okay. Mike, yeah, Mike, There's Mike. so many Mikes in the game. There's so many Mikes. And Mike's on the show here. Yeah. So is Trenchwork Chronicles. You guys probably see him in the chat, but he's been on the show. So that's who we're talking about here. Yeah. Yeah. But Mike was there. But I mean, we had some of the best instructors. I mean, we some of the. I mean, I mean, it was packed with things. And I mean, mm-hmm. this year it's going to be even more epic. I mean, if you're not signed up already, you need to be because that's going to be an event that will change your life. And if you're in the gun community, and I was fresh in the gun community as a, a federal firearm licensed gun dealer out of Illinois, that is a must. If you're not there. I mean, you obviously don't care enough about your business and where you want to go in life as far as your company. So, I mean, because I, I grew now uh, from that event, you know, just I mean, I'm a living example of his event. I feel like mm-hmm. uh, I, I, I did everything that the event threw at me, you know, mm-hmm. working. I did that. I mean, training. Unfortunately, I had to do that. Mm-hmm. Uh, growing mm-hmm. other growing another business. I also now the owner of. Uh, Protect one. I was about to say prime protection. Good, good mm-hmm. God! I bought that company. By the way, let me say, let me explain. <laughs> I know company, right. It was already protect one mm-hmm. there. It was real close. So, but it's mm-hmm. protect one. Uh, I, uh, now I'm the owner of that, and I mean I grew, and I just I thank uh, God first and uh, the people around me and my boy KD. So I definitely yeah. want to give him for that. 
Absolutely. Absolutely. Before we come to Katie, let me take this one quick question from Mr. Bullshitter out there. Uh, shout out to him. He says, Hank, my sister and I are having a discussion about your I shoot people shirt. <laughs> that's that's uh, <laughs> that's from back in the days. Uh, what are you holding? I mean, I've, I've pretty much always have a Glock 43 on me. So that's 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 what I have right now. So let's come back to Kevin Dixie, because you know what? Um, I, I know, Kevin, I'm not supposed to be surprised by this, but you've actually put in a lot of work out there. You know, you've been doing this for some time. Uh, I've seen I've seen you do stuff, and you know when we hear these stories and we see all the things we're up to, man. What you know, you're really doing some stuff out there, man. I'm I'm just I'm just a guy, man. You know, I tell people all the time, I'm just happy to make it make it to be alive past 18 from where I came from, and unlike and it's not coming down on anybody, but I've always been um, since I was young, you know, on the, on the block, trying to help people out, trying to make them, you know, go different ways in life, trying mm-hmm. to figure out life myself. To me, it's when I, when you apply it to what we do with firearms, it's not always about you. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like if you, if you're truly about the education growth of this industry, protecting of your second amendment rights, making sure everyday Americans can, can do better. If you're about uh, capitalism and seeing business grow, if you're really about that, then it's not about you really, this is about us, right? And I just have a position to play. Um, and I've been given the opportunity to, 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 to train with some people nobody ever heard about that are some of the world's best, in my opinion, mm-hmm. to working with people that are public that are the world's best, to absorbing information I'm able to bring in my, my business background and my degrees into it to have those business discussions. Um, I got a lot of smart friends, a lot of people that are smarter than me that I link up um, and, make, and make some of these things happen. So for me, it's not about being braggadocious. You don't see what I've done on my page. I don't get on there and say, hey, I've done this. And if they wouldn't have said what they just would have said, you would have never heard me say it. I don't take credit for, uh, for uh, Prime Protection STL. I don't take credit for Mike. Um, I'm just happy to be a catalyst right, to, to them and others where they can all grow. So it's never really been about me, man. It's about the mission of freedom. right? So, And then if you can line with people that that you know are going places in life and and maybe you can say, oh, you're going to get there, but maybe I can just help you get there a little sooner, then why not share that information? I would, uh, the same thing was done for me, man. It's nothing mm-hmm. that's different that's done for me. Um, so it's, it's, um, it's more of an honor and a privilege to hear them speak kindly of me than they, than they believe, because all I want to do is see people succeed, see Americans be free and, and, and protect all of us. Right. So, um, I'm just, I'm a humble dude. Even if, even the thing you're talking about where you saw me in action, mm-hmm. you said it. I've never said anything about mm-hmm. that, right? Mm-hmm. So it's to me, it's like, all right, yeah, everybody's like, oh, I can do this, and I'm get it. We put up the cool Instagram post, but while you were faking it, I was actually doing it. So it is what it is, and mm-hmm. I, I just, <laughs> you know, I, I don't I don't have to show it off. I just want everybody to be okay, everybody to grow, Americans to be successful, and damn it, if you're making it to my circle, which is it's a challenge to do. <laughs> right. But if you if, if you make it into my circle, I will go to the ends of the earth for you. Right. And so whatever I can give you. But I don't think they realize to sit back and watch how and they see they being real quiet. Them two mm-hmm. up top. They being real quiet right now about <laughs> those are the dangerous. Those are the dangerous yeah. people you always have to be worried about. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They being real quiet. Those quiet, Mike, humble people. Um, and then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give credit out too to a couple other guys, man, mm-hmm. with the train to learn event. You know, the reason why that event is so successful, yes, it's my brainchild, but I'm smart enough to know I'm not the smartest person, right? Mm-hmm. So um, I got to give credit to everybody. And if I start naming them, I'll forget them. But um, all the other instructors that took a part, uh, the firearms instructors, because we had classroom instruction as well, that took a part of Mike's journey, um, 
they they all have been extremely humble. You don't see any of them bragging about that. None of them. Mm-hmm. Right. They're just like we did what we were supposed to do. We're, we're, we hate that he had to do it. We're glad he's OK. Um, but then to look at him and look at it, the growth of his business uh, that he had. Now he's established in another business with some of the t- uh, tools and skill sets and networking that he made at Train and Learn. So now this guy is going from being the young, one of the youngest FFLs in the country, if not the youngest, to now being probably I, I'm pretty sure the youngest training facility owner. If somebody's like dad didn't pass it down to him or something like that. So to see his growth and those two up top that are being real quiet, you know, humbly, they train a minimum of 200 people a month at a minimum. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's just who they're training in the classroom. That's not the information they're putting out there. That's not the people that are digesting the the information via social media or Instagram or or Facebook. That's not counting the people they talk to in person. That's not counting any of those people. Right. So I like to call these guys like the unsung heroes. And then Lord have mercy. Let's talk about their growth. But I'll let them do that. They're growing as well and expanding their their presence in this industry. And I told them from the beginning, all you guys got it. All you got to do is come take it. Right. Mm -hmm. And they have taken it by storm. So these are the type of individuals that I'm, I'm happy to be aligned with. Cause like I said, Mike, you look at him saving his son. He could stop doing whatever he's doing for the rest of his life. And he's achieved what most of us would want to be able to do in a real life situation. Right. Mm-hmm. He could stop now yeah, and have done more than a lot of people. And then when you look at the, look at um, prime protection STL to, to watch them going from, you know, five or six people in a room to now that they got you damn near a waiting list to get in with them. Right. Um, to, it, to the point where I still send students that reach out to me for assistance, right to them. Mm-hmm. Right. Now, like, go, nope, go to them and get some help. Um, so looking at them at 200 students a month, growing, putting their presence, their mark on the game, that stuff makes my heart smile. Right? Yeah. That kind of stuff makes my heart smile. Um, and then just being able to just be a, a real dude, man. Sometimes we get this social media and uh, fame and uh, what we've done, and what shows we've been on and who we have dinner with and all that get to our head. At the end of the day, it's about the people on this show. It's about the, the individuals that they can go out and educate. And it's about, and, and I will say this too, because it's it's sometimes the elephant in the room. I don't want to hear nothing else after anybody watched this podcast about the fact that, oh my God, if you were a minority, you can't do nothing in this game. They didn't took this game by storm. Hank, you've been controlling this game for a while. And I made my footprint, right? And we're just a small mm-hmm. segment of the individuals mm-hmm. that are out there. So all that to be said, bring your butt to train and learn, be a good person. And if you don't invest in yourself, I don't want to hear you bullshitting bitching and crying about the fact you can't make it that's your own damn fault. Yeah. Listen, the reason why I'm going around like this, I want to establish to the folks out there, and this is one of the reasons why I do this, right? Um, there are there are lots of people who out who get most of the shine or the glory out there. And I for for a big part of that, I understand it, right? It's things that those folks have done that we all look up to and admire and respect. And that's why that happens. But overall, in in this thing that we're doing, there are lots of people. There are people who are out there listening, watching us right now that get up every day and put the work in for this thing that we're doing. And I know, especially like right now with everything going on, there's people out there that are they feel kind of like disenfranchised, you know, depressed and miserable about what's going on. And um, what I'm trying to say to you is just get up every day and work. You know, get up every day and do this thing and work. And there's lots of people that you don't see. Even when you see a Kevin Dixie, you know, uh, you know, guys like me and Kevin, where we got big mouths and we can get up there and talk about things. But what, the reason why I give you that props, Kevin, is because you're you're actually doing things, right? You're actually out there doing things. And I don't know if you actually get all the recognition and the props you're supposed to get. And that's why I'm doing this. So everyone can get that. Um, the way that I kind of grew up, I always 
had this feeling that if you're sitting there moping about, oh, nobody, <laughs> no one sees me, no one respects me or whatever, you could sit there and keep moping and carrying on about it, or you could get up and do something about it for other people. Whatever it is you want that you're waiting for someone magically to do for you, you should just get up and do it for other people, right? And that's what I'm doing. Kevin, I'm really like a hundred thousand percent sure that's what you've been doing all this time, putting in the work. I remember when I first uh, met you at SHOT Show. Was it, it was SHOT Show, right? I'm assuming it's SHOT uh, Show. NRA Show, actually. I think it was NRA, NRA yeah. in Atlanta, as a matter of fact. Yeah, there you go. So we ran into- yeah, I remember that. Like you had um, some of the some of the guys we were talking with were with you like a crew, you know, and you yeah. were very professional with me. Like, hey, are you going to be over here? Which doesn't, you know, that's kind of difficult to try to be professional with me. So you had to like track me down. I think you were in touch with Lola. <laughs> but we actually like ran into each other and I believe you did a video or something like that. Um, you probably yeah. you interviewed me or something, right? Yeah, and, yeah. and you know what, let's give, let's give you credit where credit is due, right? That's when uh, locally I had a name, you know, if you were in St. Louis, you probably, it's a good chance if you were in St. Louis, you heard of me. Uh, but when I decided to like you know, get in front of the camera, you were like, I think only the second interview I had done until that point. Right. Really? And uh, yeah, to you, I was uh, like, who are you? Right. But you were still kind enough to stop what you were doing. Hank, Hank Strange was a house, no household brain. Right. Everybody knew Hank. But I was a nobody, essentially. And you were able to stop. We had a conversation. We did a great interview. Um, we had a great conversation. And, and hell, look, look, look at this now. And that was like six, five or six years ago or something like that. Yeah, was it that um, long? So, yeah, maybe maybe four, but it was a while ago. Yeah. Um, considering how time how fast time moves now. But I, I haven't I have I haven't done that much for this for for this whole thing except to uh, pull triggers and have fun, man. You know, um, that's everybody's that's the way that I feel about it. Huh? Everybody everybody's got their job. That's the problem. Everybody wants to be like I'm not going to make uh, and I'll give him his credit because I'm a, I'm a big fan of the dude's channel. I'm not going to make videos like Knockout Lights. I'm just not. Mm-hmm. Right. He, he's supreme at what he does. He does a great freaking job at it. I just go watch and I'm like, all right. Hey, how do I do this? Hey, here, sure. Go watch that. Right. Mm-hmm. It's, it's done pristinely. Ken Scott, the way he breaks down uh, engineering and science with things. He's great at doing that. Hank Strange, you're great at getting people entertained, introducing them to products in a very uh, layman terms way. Right. You don't get all techie. You're like, this is what the thing does. And this is what I think about it. And we're going to have fun doing it. That's because like I that's because I don't know anything, honestly. Well, it's OK. Yeah. Right? <laughs> How many realistically people that pick up guns, to be honest, they barely know what they're holding. No. Right. So it's always good that they have someone that they can relate to and you make it fun. Uh, you make it interesting. So I think we all have our different roles to play. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what makes us um, makes us unique. Everybody does something different. Everybody is really, really good at something. But I think if you just stay humble, that's how we build this community and grow. So I'm just happy to know some humble people. I know some jerks, too. Right. Mm -hmm. I love them for being jerks. Uh, But, you know, we all got our roles to play. We're all good at it. People gravitate to us for different reasons. And as long as we're all taking them to the mission of freedom, we're doing we're doing our jobs. Absolutely. Absolutely. Let me get to this uh, comment from John Crump. And then we're just going to go crazy here and get into stuff. Uh, he gave us a couple of bucks in a super chat. He says, Katie, am I in your circle? So, I'm gonna... uh, uh, now, John's, John's <laughs> only going to know what I'm talking about. Hey, John, you know that thing you got a couple of days ago? Take care of that, and I will put you, you'll be tight in the circle. Get that get that thing signed and get it back over to me, John. You know what I'm talking about, Uh-oh. John. Uh-oh. You know what I'm talking about. Get that thing signed, John. But now, John, my boy, I like that. I like that. Yeah, um... 
Yeah, so uh, Richard Maunder from England, by the way, says Kevin has always what? been very good at NRA shows. Uh, and he's he's in England right now watching us, and it's probably, yeah. I don't know, 11 o'clock at night or something uh, in England. Uh, John Crump says, Hank was the first YouTuber to interview me before it was just radio and TV. You know, um, and then he says he's trying, whatever that whatever that thing is. So um, no, he's trying. Yeah, I know. What it is. Yeah. But hold on. Don't skip it. Big shouts out to Rich, man. Mm -hmm. Hank, I know, you know, Rich, too. Mm -hmm. Like Rich comes every oh, yeah. NRA show from England mm -hmm. to come interact and support the gun community. He is one of the largest supporters. He always shows up. He has a great spirit. Like last time I was looking for him. Like, where's Rich at, right? Yeah. He's the dude you, know, you always see with the jacket that has all the patches. Yeah, see? Patches, yeah. Yeah, Miss Brigitte yeah, knows exactly what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's a famous yeah. dude for doing that, and he's not a wealthy guy. Um, I, I, I don't think I'm going to get in trouble with, with him for telling you guys this, but the stuff that Richard does in England to actually get out to the show, to come here to America to go to the shows, first of all, he literally works at one of those Chippendales uh, things in England. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Richard will literally walk around and collect cans, do all kinds of stuff, man. He does everything to save his money. This is not a wealthy guy. And he spends his money, comes out here to America, you know, for this. Right? Yep. Because he believes in, 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 the, in the Second Amendment, in guns, in freedom. Like, he's, he's like us, all the way from over there looking at us. And I know there's other people like him, but he puts a lot into this. It's not an easy thing to do. So, 100% shout out to him. So, yeah, I'm just looking. Lola is like writing stuff over here on the board because I'm like, man, I'm probably already in trouble about something. So, <laughs> so um, yeah, listen, so let's let's get into what exactly I want to know what the STL, you know, what's like what's coming out. It's this is generally shot show time. Do you guys have any, you know, what, what's going on? <laughs> so, huh? so, uh, yeah, stop being so quiet over there. You got to jump into this conversation, guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, wait, wait. Yeah, oh, I'm sorry. That? Hold on one second. I'll give you guys a chance to think about this. I'll give you a chance. Hold on. Sorry. My bad. Flying Rich says, Hank, it's Richard's birthday today. Is it? Is, oh, it, is Richard's, Richard Munder's birthday? birthday? Yeah. Happy oh, happy birthday! Yeah, let's let's. Happy birthday to you! Happy birthday, dear Richard! Yeah, pew pew. Yeah, congratulations, Richard! Uh, happy birthday to you out there in jolly old England. Man, I wish that place was free, man. You know, the people might need to rise up or something over there. <laughs> you know, make it happen. So, uh, and Flying Rich says, "Happy birthday, Richard Maunder!" Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, you know, we got to get him over here. We've got to marry him. Does does anyone here on this panel? We we got to marry him off. You know what I'm saying? Come on now. Let me so, let me see. Yeah, yeah. Come on, <laughs> Miss Miss Pajit, you could do it. I mean, we, you know, we, it's a it's an arranged marriage. We can make it happen. You know, it's like a reverse coming to America. <laughs> Instead of coming from Zamunda, he's coming from England. <laughs> you know, <laughs> we could make that happen. Um, Okay, so I was going to you guys. What is new with you guys? What's going on? You know, what so, can we help uh, promote or mm -hmm. something from you all? <laughs> uh, <laughs> <laughs> what is going on with Prime Protection and Sia? One thing before mine start, one thing I think that's been pretty cool mm -hmm. with COVID, I know a lot of people's like COVID sucks, 
We've actually incorporated virtual classes. Virtual classes, okay. yes. To virtual sure classes. People can separate, uh, can separate and still get out, learn about the firearms, and do it in a safe way without the fear of COVID. Yep. Um, so that's that's really cool. Um, we we're also planning a vow renewal. So this is dope that we're planning a vow renewal. You're looking at some of my groomsmen on the screen what, right uh, now. What, ho, hold on a second. Oh, so. it's, a, it's a big party going on here. When, when yeah, is this so. happening? They, they so. have to catch us out here, huh, Mike? <laughs> oh, wow. Maybe. Out here. And they will be joining us in Jamaica, uh, celebrating our love all over again. So so it's a real dope feeling. How long of have course. you guys been married? How long have you guys been married? So. Married. It'll be 10 years this year, oh, and then awesome. we've been together 18 years since high school. So. Oh, wow. High school sweethearts. Wow. That's that's cool. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. And then we're we're having a new, like, baby, baby. thing that we're growing. Um, Wait, what? Have, <laughs> not a real baby. Oh, not okay. Real, <laughs> not a real baby. Mike was like, what? No. Crime Protection SCL is having a baby. Yeah, so Crime Protection SCL is growing um, at this time because of something else that I do to help with the Second Amendment. Mm -hmm. I really can't talk about it but um mm -hmm. please everybody make sure that you follow up with us um next month is going to be amazing um and it's going to be great for the city of st louis mm -hmm. great for all those who are looking to get involved with firearms and not feel as if they're an outsider uh we are trying to break down barriers and walls um like st louis has never seen and um i think it's going to be truly amazing and it, it's going to be good. February the 20, 22nd is going to be great. Okay. All right. All right. I'll have to stay tuned for this. Um, can we just jog back here for a second? So you guys met in high school, right? Yes. yes. Okay. Can we, can we, how, how did that go down? Were you got, were, were you, were you both, were, were you even thinking about the gun world at that time? Um, uh, no. Me, okay. me personally, no. It's mm -hmm. always been our minds thing, but, um, not me personally. I was scared as hell of guns because of what I grew up in or um, learning of. So, mm -hmm. yeah. um, no, I was not um, into firearms. I had never even touched a gun before. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. when I might, met mine. So, how it all got started was my dad got me into shooting. I've been a lifelong shooter since the age of eight or nine when my dad first took me out. But uh, when I met Bridget, we was working together in a high school co-op program, and she's been by my side ever since. And cool mm -hmm. story on how you play a role in the her coming into prime protection and really being a great part of it is you and Lola's relationship. That's I remember true. us having this talk where I talked about how, hey, showing her how Lola helps you out and different things like that it really makes it and it shows that hey anybody can be a part of this mm -hmm. you don't have to sit out because it's just a boys club mm -hmm. and the cool thing about it is when she's at Katie's class or, or Ken Scott's class she's usually the only girl there and she's kicking ass like that's the thing that I'm so proud about oh, and cool. just seeing her grow her progression with the firearms world and like she said, she originally, when I brought my first AR-15 home, she's like, 
get that out of my house. <laughs> and now she has her own custom AR-15. Nice. <laughs> so it, it's a real thing, but she also wasn't closed-minded. Mm-hmm. And this is something that I would think that a lot of ladies should take guidance from her on. Um, one of the first things that she said once I brought that gun home and I told her I couldn't take it back mm-hmm. was, well, you need to train AJ. AJ is our son. He's now um, 15. He was two at the time. Okay. So it it really was a sobering moment that she said, get some training. And then that was kind of the brainchild of, oh, we need to do that because I have to pay a lot of money to get my kid trained, Mm -hmm. you know, and get myself training and different stuff like that. And I wanted to make something affordable for the community that we were a part of to where they weren't going to drive 60 miles outside of town and then also pay the $100 fee of getting your child enrolled and all this type of stuff. Mm -hmm. And if it wouldn't have been for her, I might not have ever thought that we could go into the training side of the firearms industry. Oh, that's amazing. I always remember running into you guys at shows and stuff like that. And that kind of thing um, always like feeds my energy. I kind of burn out all the time. I tell people I burn out like, I don't know, but what is it? Like every couple of months I burn out at this. But when I go to those shows and I actually meet real people and 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 they're like, oh man, you know, we really enjoy what you do or, the, or they tell me stories like what you're saying. That kind of gives me the energy to keep doing this, you know, whenever I'm always telling Lola, okay, maybe this is it. I think I had enough of this or whatever. So um, that's that's cool to hear that, you know, for sure. And then also there's a lot of people, that whole thing that you're saying about the gun, like I was looking – um, it's tough to put. I don't. I don't even really want to bring up the uh, New York Times article, um, but there is a New York Times article that has this headline, right? That I'm going to share with you guys in relation to that. And I'm not going to bring up the whole thing because it's probably. I think it's going to try to like make me sign up or something. It says my wife wants to buy a gun. Help. So this, the person who wrote this article is trying to get people to um, to convince his wife. I guess he's shaming his wife out of buying a gun. You know. Um, And for whatever reason, you know, maybe I think if you look through the article, she feels the same threat that we were talking about when it comes to to what people are perceiving as extremists out there. You know, she feels that same thing. And so now she wants to do that. And this guy's writing an article about it. And there's lots of people feeling that same thing that you were talking about. And I'm sure all of you guys uh, come across that all the time. Michael, Kevin, you know, I don't know if you guys see this. Feel free to jump in on that one. Yeah, I know for a fact myself, we just had a student. She's been coming. She actually came to our CCW class. She's been coming for private lessons. Mm -hmm. She bought her a little SIG P365 with a red dot, um, and she's been kicking butt. She forced her husband to come to the gun range, and now he's bought a gun, and he's going to be coming through our class. Awesome. So sometimes <laughs> it can be to where the ladies are, they're feeling something. They're feeling it in the wind to mm-hmm. where, like, hey, something's unsafe. We need to do something to protect ourselves. Mm-hmm. And they jump out, and they will get ahead of, ahead of the fight. A lot of the times, though, is guys – uh, guys buying the wrong guns for their lady. Here, you carry this. Mm-hmm. Um, and it throws them off of um, people getting it. But 
we see it in both ways. Sometimes it's the ladies getting out there, whether they're single moms, whether they're young college students, uh, whether they're just frightened by what the news and the media is putting on to them. Um, but then we have other times where it's a dad coming in, getting the, his daughter his first gun. Yeah. Um, it could be somebody else who's really uh, worried about him, a brother or a cousin, mm-hmm. you know, and they're, they're not wrong. But sometimes their execution needs a little bit of help. Yeah. LV Louis Cypher says that's cool when a wife makes the husband go into guns. Um, yeah. Michael, Kevin, have you do you guys see this also? All right, let you go, Katie. Well, you know, um, for me, I mean, doing this for as long as I've been doing it, you know, I see different uh, different ways of it. But just to make it personal, like my wife, um, who I hid intentionally um, until she agreed to marry me, then I started showing her the guns. Right? <laughs> like, we're, gonna, we're going. We're going to. Uh, yeah, that's what I did because I didn't want it to be something intimidating. Like get to know me. Don't be all fearful. But she was never um, never really scared of me. She just didn't know much. So I remember. Um, her going through the process. Now, mind you, she lives, sleeps with, and instructed somebody that does this all the time. And she tells me what kind of gun is best for her. I'm like, oh, really? Oh, you're telling me? Okay. Okay, good. And, 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 instead, of being that, and instead of being that guy that's like, you know, like, take my credentials, put them to the side. Instead of being that boyfriend or husband, it's like, well, no, you're going to carry this. I knew she was making a mistake based off what she said, right? I said, okay, not a problem. Because I'll look for any excuse to buy a new gun. Don't, don't matter to me. Because you're gonna you're gonna not like it, and then I'm gonna use it as a training tool for other students. Doesn't matter. And I'm gonna write it off as a business expense. So fine. <laughs> so she decides that she only wants to shoot um, a 22, and that's all she needs. So uh, and, my, and her favorite color is purple, right? So okay. we go out and buy her a Ruger a Ruger uh, 22, mm-hmm. right? And it's purple. Right. It's purple and black. This is why Ruger does this, by the way. Yeah. So she's just like, that's the one I want. Please. Uh, After a day, we went to the range. We stopped by uh a local gun store out in the rural areas. Mm -hmm. She's like, that's the one. I said, that's what you want. She's like, yes, yes. I was like, all right. All right. We'll we'll come back for it. I let her go to the next door. She got something to eat. By the time she came back, the gun was in the car. Right. I went and bought it. Mm -hmm. Uh, Put the gun in the car. Uh, Surprised when we got home. And she was like, yeah, she went out to the range a few times. Long story short. And she's like, yeah, um, I think I need something with a little bit more oomph to it. I said, okay, mm-hmm. what do you want now? She said, um, a revolver, right? And she's like, I want something, one small, but it needs to be light. And I'm like, yeah, no, but okay. So I went I went to a, another local gun store, bought her a Smith & Wesson 642, all right? And I went and bought that, brought it back to her, and she's like, yes, this is everything. I said, now, honey, you're going to shoot this one time, and you're going to quit. I'm just letting you know. She's like, you can't tell me. I'm like, okay, not a problem. Took it to the range. She shot one cylinder and never picked that gun back up again. <laughs> She's like, "It's um, I'm done. I said, now, honey, now that we've been through two guns, can I please have a little input, right? And I made it fun, and I made her, I let her go through her own experiences, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Instead of saying, I know better. I was like, okay, can yeah. I now? Now that you pick two, can I please just have, give me one shot? Yeah. And she was like, fine. I said, okay. So I already knew what she needed based off watching her shoot, looking at her stature, her structure, what she wants to do, um, what what I need to calibrate to do in self-defense, things like that. And I got her a Glock 42. Mm-hmm. And she, now she gets mad when I pick it up. Like, I can't, I don't, she doesn't like me touching her gun, right? She is in love with Glock 42, has been shooting that gun now for, I don't know, three years, right? She loves it. She bought her own little range bag that I'm not allowed to touch, right? She went and got her own little high in protection, said, what's your discount code? I'm ordering my own stuff. Like, all right, fine, <laughs> right? So she has her, she has her own little area, her own little range bag, her own little setup. 
And I let so the, the moral of the story is no matter what you think, you know, you have to allow people to come into their own. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, don't force it. And I think that's worked great for us. Right. And I don't make her I don't say, OK, now you got this and you need to own this. Right. She does not like AR-15s. She just does not like them, not because they're scary guns. She doesn't like shooting them. Mm-hmm. She just doesn't like shooting them. Like she mm-hmm. doesn't enjoy it. But then guess what? About six months ago, she was walking by and she was like, uh, hey, are those AR-15s, those smaller ones? I was like, yeah, they're PCC guns. Mm-hmm. They look like ARs, but yeah. She was like, can I shoot one? So she shot one. She was like, well, I think I want one of these. So now we're going to start that whole cycle, right? So I'll be buying another four guns. She's going to hate until she lets me pick the right yeah, one. Yeah, I, I, sense, I, just, I sense a method here of, of you getting guns you yeah. want. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Let people come into their own development, uh, no matter what you think you know. And I will add this, too, for guys. Man, we have a real hard time mm. with our egos, right? Mm-hmm. There is nothing wrong with, if you know guns aren't what you do, which is fine. I mean, mm-hmm. you might be an engineer. You might be an architect, right? You got other stuff in life that you really focus on. Swallow your pride and say, honey, I would much rather take you to somebody who does this on a regular basis that can help guide you and get you the right piece of equipment versus me saying, get this, and then it comes time for you to use it and you're at a disadvantage, right? So guys need to learn how to swallow the ego. You know, this is okay. This is one chance, unless you're a swinger, this is one chance, one, one time when it's okay to let another man, you know, hang out with your wife, right? <laughs> or another woman. Yeah. yeah. There are plenty of female yeah. instructors that can also Absolutely. give advice, right? Yeah. Look her up with a woman if you want to do that. But, you know, allow people to come into their own, be relaxed with it. Gun people can be, and, and I'm saying this one, I think I have the right to say this, can be some of the biggest snobs and know-it-alls that there are. <laughs> like, damn, yeah. man, just let people have fun and come into their own. That's, so, part, that's, of the, that's part of the sport in some aspects. It's just, you know, some people... Some people go too far, but listen, it's part of the fun, right? It's part of the right. part of the fun of the whole thing. Listen, let me. Uh, I'm going to actually bring in uh, Lewis. We're going to bring in Lewis Valdez from um, from GOA Florida. I think he's coming in for a couple of minutes. There's some stuff going on in Florida. He wants to let us know about. Everyone, stay right here. Let me just dial him in here. I think I believe that he's ready. I think I was getting uh, the alerts that he's ready. Let's see it. I'll bring him in. Uh, okay, here we go. I'll bring him in here. So, yeah, there's lots of ways about of going about um, getting your significant other into this thing. And ultimately, they just need to be comfortable. If you force someone, you're just going to create a whole bunch of problems um, and schisms, etc. around this whole thing. OK, I think we got Lewis in here. What's up, man? Welcome to What's the show. What's up? We're going five. We're splitting this five ways, which is very rare to do here. But I know you've got some important news to tell us, so hit us with it. Wait, did he freeze? Did you freeze? Let's see. Uh, all right, we'll, we'll we'll get him back in here in a second. Uh, I think he's I think he's frozen, but we'll get him back. All right. While we're waiting for Lewis, I don't know what's going on. He might have crashed the internet or something like that. Um, we'll wait for him to to come back in here. So. Um, for, if you well, guys were waiting on them, there yeah. is one guy on this uh, platform that sells guns every single dang on day. It might sell to a lot of women. Maybe he should say a few. Yes, ax, ax, oh, yeah, exactly. Trust me, Jump uh, in. I want to go first because I'm about to I'm about to clear it up. So don't. don't. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> I sell I sell a lot of guns, especially out here, for mm-hmm. some, especially close towards Chicago. Mm-hmm. A lot of African American women. Um, even my girlfriend, I sell. Uh, I mean, she she she's bought guns, but I like to tell people, you know, they have to be. They, 
I, sometimes they come with their boyfriends, and I, I I like it sometimes, but then again, I don't like it because sometimes, like, men and the egos, like Katie was saying, men and egos can kind of just overdo it. Mm-hmm. A lot of times I've had some crazy incidents happen, but, I mean, a lot of times I see uh, when a woman comes – I mean, women just listen so well. I mean, it is what it is, man. Men, we kind of just overdo it sometimes. But a lot of times uh, when I encourage women to, you know, get into firearms – uh, they, most of them are scared, but I push them to, I like to push them towards, um, a lot of the smaller calibers. Uh, and a lot of women, for some reason, just for the women who are, you know, tuned into this, a lot of times smaller guns does not mean it's going to be less powerful. Uh, the, the P365 kicks like a mule. I mean, those more compact guns are really, it's just, it just seems like it's a lot more snappy. I actually pushed a lot of women towards, more side, more so mid-sized guns, and it, they feel so much more comfortable. I always do. Uh, women who buy a gun from me, I always I'll give them a hundred rounds for free with their gun, hmm. and I do half off of just one-on-one classes with them. And it's just I, just for the ladies. The dudes, for the, ladies. the dudes, I, the dudes have to pay a hundred percent. Hundred percent. We don't get free ammo. No. <laughs> Women, because like I love seeing their expressions on their face after, like, because they, they're terrified. And I mm-hmm. love seeing the expressions on their face after I, I spend just a hundred rounds in, with them inside the range and just watching them learn mm-hmm. how fast and just seeing them get comfortable within just maybe an hour. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, just to say, I mean, so it's just, I just feel like um, we definitely gotta, I mean, it's, it's, it's good to see. When we get more into guns, but they definitely men gotta chill with the whole ego thing because it's 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 not it's not it's not good. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't know if we're okay. I just saw Lewis drop out. Lewis, there you there? Okay, there he is. All right. So yes, absolutely. So let's just let everyone know that Lewis is with GOA Florida, and you're here in Florida. You're in the Tallahassee area, right? Yeah. So if anyone here is going to do anything in, in Tallahassee or whatever, Lewis would be a good person for you guys to connect with. I know Maj was out in Tallahassee sometime at the end of last year. Um, so, Lewis, there's something going on in Florida you need to let us know about, right? Yeah. Um, right now, it was just assigned to the committee's agenda for the judiciary in the Senate. Senate Bill 498. It's a concealed carry bill. Right now, if you go to any religious institution that has a school on their property, you can't carry there even if the school's not in session. So you okay. know, you go to your local church and they have a, a private school, you can't carry concealed on their property. Okay. This bill right now, as it is, will repeal that exemption that that exemption and allow you to carry on church property, even if they do have a school, as long as the school's not in session. So okay. if you're going to regular Sunday service, you can carry. The bill was just assigned to the Judiciary Committee. The public hearing is at is at 2.30 uh, here at the Capitol, so okay. on this Monday. Right. So very important to know for the folks um, here in, in Florida— Right. Um, what can people in Florida actually do about this? I think that's probably the most important thing. And and then other than that, the other question I would ask is what chance does this have of actually getting through? And then we'll let the rest of the guys on the panel, if they have any questions about this, jump in here. Right now, this uh, my gut instinct tells me that this has a good chance of passing through. There's a companion bill in the House. That's mm-hmm. a mirror. That's the mirror image of this. And traditionally, when you have a companion bill filed, that's a very good sign that the judicial, that the Senate and the House agree on it, on its passage. Mm-hmm. Um, what you could do is 
GOA is going to send out an email alert very soon that has a pre-filled uh, email contact to the Senate chair, the Senate president, and all the committee members to uh, convince them to vote in favor of this bill. The other thing, too, is uh, in our email alert, we're actually going to put out uh, some talking points for anyone that could make it to the Capitol. Uh, so to go over that briefly, every Floridian has the right to practice their religious beliefs as they want to. And part of that is you have the right to defend your religious beliefs. Mm -hmm. Just because a religious institution has a school on its property shouldn't bar you from legally protecting yourself. The best solution right now, in my opinion, is to amend the bill that just outright repeals all of the gun-free zones currently listed under state statute 790.06. But if it doesn't, if we can't do that, at least we can repeal this stupid provision of it. And as you know, historic, you know, tragically speaking, you had the shooting in uh, Pittsburgh at the Jewish synagogue. You had the shooting at the uh, Sutherland Springs Church out in Texas. We already know that laws that bar law-abiding people from legally concealed carrying at these locations won't stop a criminal from doing anything. Mm -hmm. So either you guys need to hit up the lawmakers that are on this committee, or you need to show up in person on Monday at the Capitol to speak. Uh, but due to COVID, they're not doing the actual hearing at the Capitol. They're going to do it at the Donald L. Tucker Civic Center that FSU owns where they do the basketball games, which is right down the block. Okay. Yeah. So, so I don't know if anyone has any questions. I mean, so this is something going on in Florida locally for any, or I guess the state here for anyone who's listening to that, which is important. And I've been saying that over and over again. The local stuff is important. My question that I think is a lot of people maybe in other states are saying, well, how can we get things like this going in our state? Is there like someone in, working in GOA, you know, in our particular state? Uh, it, de what would you it, say depends on the, it depends on the state. We have state directors in some states and we and at the present moment we don't in others and it comes down to budget. Mm -hmm. But we are constantly trying to expand our reach into, into more states and grow. But we can't do that unless we have the membership. Mm -hmm. uh, it, we are a 100 percent. Uh, civil rights organization. Mm. We're not like the other groups where, you know, we, we do a wine club, we do a uh, cigar this, yeah. we, we yeah. do that. And, like so, Antonio was saying, we don't give away t-shirts. I saw Yeah, it. yeah, we, 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 we don't do that. Yeah. All it is is, hey, if, if you, yeah. I like the cigar, you got that. <laughs> but, yeah. all the funds that go to GOA go towards the fight. Mm -hmm. So, we can't expand unless it's with the membership. Yeah. Uh, any uh, questions, guys? Oh, sorry, Lewis. Did you have a thing? Do you want to say there? Before I go? No, no, no. Okay. I was just gonna. I was just gonna say that if if you want to push this in your state, it's the squeaky wheel gets the grease. Mm -hmm. It's not going to happen unless you petition and annoy the ever living hell out of your lawmakers. Yeah. Uh, it's, yeah. Uh, go go ahead, Armand. Sorry. Um, so I got basically two questions. Um, just going to speak at um, at the Missouri Capitol and seeing how the meetings can become hijacked uh, by organizations like Moms De Deserve Action. Or, or yeah, yeah, Mom, Action. yeah Mom, Bloomberg's Mom Demand Action. Yeah. Mm -hmm. yeah. So are there anything, any plans in order to kind of um, control that? Because me going to speak by myself on issues that uh, impact 
St. Louis uh, gun holders, it kind of felt a little overwhelming. Um, and it just seems like gun guys don't get out enough to make it to those types of events. A big problem that I've personally experienced here in Florida was just as you uh, described it back in 2018, when after the Parkland shooting, Moms Demand Action flooded the state capitol, and there weren't that many pro-gun speakers at the capitol. It was me. It was the representative from Florida Carry. You had the representative from NRA, and you actually had a representative from the local Libertarian Party, and that was it. Yeah, it's there. It's um, in their playbook to do this. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. What it comes a big problem that we have on our side is. We're conservative, and conservatives are independent. We don't like working with other people. We don't like networking. We have to start doing that. You know, just because you're in Missouri and I'm in Florida doesn't mean we can't support each other. Just like how I live right on the Georgia border. I know a bunch of good old Georgia boys that if they need help, hey, I could cross the border and help them and vice versa. Mm -hmm. And that's a big thing we need to do is we need to start networking. Absolutely. I totally agree on that. Go ahead. What's the other one? I, I got one more. Um, if you own like a vacation property in Florida, would you be able to uh, vote on this issue? Uh, you would be able to speak definitely, even if you're not a permanent resident, because you do have property in the state, Hmm. which means state laws do affect you personally. And even if you don't live in Florida, what you could always do is you could email the lawmakers and tell them, I'm going to take my tourist dollars elsewhere because Mm -hmm. of your crappy gun laws. Yeah, Remember, good question. The, the, the almighty dollar speaks highly. Mm-hmm. Florida run, Florida industry is run off tourism. Mm-hmm. There's nothing more the legislature hates to hear that tourist dollars are going to other states. So you could always threaten the pocketbook. Yeah, and and they listen to the snowbirds too. That makes a massive uh, difference to Florida. Does anyone oh, any so. yeah anyone else have a question here before I go to the audience out there? Yeah. Uh, is okay. there any other ways that I can help support like the GOA in this movement that you guys are doing now? Like from Illinois as a firearms dealer. So by all means, there's multiple ways. Um, you could join as a member. You could join our email subscribe list. You could go to gunowners.org/join, and you could either join or you could just make a independent donation to the organization. Um, like I said, we are in the process of expanding and growing. Um, cause right now across the country, the fight is on the state and local level. Yeah, we, we're, we're fighting on, we're fighting in DC, but the gun grabbers know that it's much harder for us to fight 50 different battles at the same time versus one battle in DC. So by all means, go to gunowners.org. And if you want to don't join, you know, go, it's just gunowners.org slash join. And that's the best way. Our basic membership is $25 a year. You could up the chart. You could uh, up the donation. You could make an independent donation. Like I said, you could even join our email list, and we'll keep you up to date on what's going on in your state and your locale. There you go. Absolutely. You. Yeah. Uh, Kevin, did you have a um, did you have a question? I got more of a comment. Okay. So um, you know, from so I just I've worked with GOA several different times in several different capacities. The latest one. Uh, was actually down here in Georgia. All right, this was right uh, right before the Senate runoff down here in Georgia. So my my comment or statement to everybody is this: All right, the gentleman's on here. He's giving you information. Granted that uh, that is dealing directly with Florida, but any any gun expansion or any gun law that is on any uh, House floor, any Senate floor that's sitting in one of these reps' offices being drawn up, 
affects everyone in this country. All right. It, they all affect us. Right. Um, from a small level to a big level. So uh, I was disappointed to see uh, GOA put so much effort, so much money, so many people uh, on the stomping grounds uh, in person in Florida and only between Savannah and Atlanta with all the advertising, all the radio spots, all the social media shares, 14 gun owners, 14 gun owners between the two locations showed up. It's frustrating to watch anybody work and not receive the support. We can't keep thinking that an Instagram post or a Facebook post or a share, those are great. Please continue to do that. Mm -hmm. But you also need to put your money where your mouth is. One, he just gave you the information about how to donate. And Mm -hmm. two, you need to start letting your voice be heard. You need to get out, be active and show up. So we always say, oh, what what organization is going to save us? It's great that we have organizations like GOA out there fighting for the rights, right? Taking care of the lawsuits, like we're not attorneys, right? So mm-hmm. taking care of the lawsuits, right? So what you want to do is get behind them, support them with your dollars, support them with uh, your your voice. But damn it, man, at the end of the day, understand that you are not going to preserve your rights if you are not assisting in the protection of them, right? So get your butt out, go to the Capitol. Even if you don't speak, hell, bring the speaker some water, like pump him up, slap him or her on the back and say, we believe in you, something. But as long as you're just sitting at home and you're never being active, that gun law or gun expansion law, rather, in Florida um, is going to impact you just like the one in uh, Washington or Missouri or Georgia or Texas is going to impact us all. So please let your voice be heard and let your presence be known. That's my only comment, because I've seen GOA really step it up and start cranking out some work. Unfortunately, I I haven't seen the support, especially with the people uh, putting boots on the ground and putting uh, personal effort in to make it happen. So. Kudos to you guys. Now, let's everybody else get behind them and support them. Thank you very much. And you you brought it up. It's what got me involved. I used to sit on the sidelines and always be like, well, you know, I'm a member. That's why I pay my dues. And that's what it is. But I learned here in Florida because we've had a Republican supermajority for 20 years. And we don't have constitutional carry. We don't have open carry. Hell, we don't even have campus carry. Mm-hmm. You know, we used to be known as the gunshine state, and we're falling behind. It's like, no, no, no. That, that's what got me to get my butt off my county. We will be the gunshine state again. I'm telling you that right oh, now. Oh, we will. Yeah. We will. As mm-hmm. long as I'm here and I'm able to fight and I have the fine support of folks like you, we will. Yeah. But you, you you hit it square on the head, man. Mm-hmm. It all comes down to support. GOA, we amplify your voice in, at, in the Capitol here in Tallahassee and elsewhere. We aren't your voice. All we do is we amplify it. We are a tool to assist you. And at the same time with you guys, we fight even better because you help amplify our voice. Yeah. It's a, it's, it's a two-way street. We are in a symbiotic relationship. And the only way we could win is by all helping each other. I'm not just a GOA member. I'm also an NRA member. I'm a Florida Carry member. I'm a VCDL member. I donate to uh, Jews for the preservation of firearm ownership. You know, it's networking. We're all in this together. So, again, Hank, thanks for having me on. Oh, you're welcome, man. Thanks for doing this. Um, This is something I I, I said to Lewis, I think, last week that I wanted to extend here since we're getting on air and we're talking to people if he's got something to bring it out. I would really encourage other people to do that if you know folks like Lewis or if you don't know anyone, I mean, you could definitely help Lewis to to spread the word here. Um, So, you know, the folks out there who want to do this. uh, Before you go real quick, um, I think that uh, Flying Rich... 
says does Sunday school count? So for this for for this rule that's out there right now, even if you have Sunday school going on, um, you you couldn't you can't carry. Is that what's going on? Right now, the way the law is set up, as mm-hmm. long as the religious institution has a school on their property, even if the school is closed, it's a gun-free zone. It's no different than a public school. You know, you can't carry on school property 24-7, 365. Mm-hmm. So that's the current issue right now. No. So my, my local church, they have a Sunday. You know, they do Sunday school and they have a private school on their property. Mm-hmm. I can't carry on the ground. Yeah, that's a lot. That's most schools. That's at least 75%, if not 80% of school uh, churches have some kind of uh, Sunday school or even a private school situation going on. So, And it it goes over to synagogues. It goes over Mm -hmm. to mosques. You know, it's all religious institutions. As long as it has some sort of educational facility on the ground. Synagogues and mosques would definitely have that going on as well. I mean, more than likely, probably they're like 95% what I was just saying. Um, So Mr. Saving the Day says, what is the next step someone takes beyond sending the emails and hitting uh, the GOA take action button? Well, if you're a Florida resident and you're able to attend, Monday would be very crucial for a bill to get through to get a floor vote, it has to go through three committee hearings. Mm-hmm. If it's voted to get, if it gets a nay vote in the committee, the bill dies. So right now, this is the first crucial step to get this bill to a floor vote. And the other reason why we need to get a, a vote on this is we get a record on lawmakers on who will back what. Mm-hmm. Because the biggest problem we always have is you'll have a lawmaker that says, Oh, I'm pro Second Amendment. I'm going to defend. I'm going to defend your gun rights, and yet you never have them on a recorded vote on how they actually stand on a gun issue. Okay. All right. So the goal here is to get them recorded. Yeah. Put them on paper. Absolutely. Um, so before you go, I'll say Lola put up a, a. We have a link you guys can use to sign up for GOA. It's a twenty dollar membership off that uh, twenty five bucks, like Kevin Dixie was saying. But you know. I think Kevin said it the best right here. You know, I would only add to that if you have some money burning a hole in your pocket that you can't get that really cool gun that you're looking for right now, please support GOA. Uh, This is like a no frills organization. They don't have parties. They don't give away stuff. You know, they don't spend a lot of time like they don't only know you when they want to get the money. They're actually out there working. And if you think they're not doing enough, it's because, you know, they're not getting enough financial support to actually get out there and do more than they're already doing. So I just wanted to say that. I don't know if you have anything else or anyone has anything else to add to this. Uh, thank, uh, thank you. Lewis is your name? Yes, yes. Thank you, Lewis. I appreciate all the support you're doing, man, out there, the hard work. Uh, you definitely just gained a new uh, GOA member today. So well, thank, thank you very much. And again, thank you guys for what you guys do. Thanks, Lewis. Because I, 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 I know it ain't easy. Mm-hmm. And, you know, like I said, we're all in this together. Absolutely. Yep. And, yeah. You know, And the the biggest thing that I'm loving is that you guys are Second Amendment ambassadors and you're showing America and the world, actually, since people from all over the world watch Hank's show, that gun ownership just isn't, you know, the the stereotypical old white dude. (laughs) I love it. I love it. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, hey, Lewis, Lewis, you can come to the barbecue. <laughs> <laughs> we'll, let you, we'll let you come to the barbecue. Hey, you get a, a pass hood, too. <laughs> not, not only will I come to the barbecue, I'll make sure that I bring some good guadalibres, some good tacos y, y cigarro, and a nice cachina con un 
Dropping it, right. dropping it like it's hot on you. <laughs> yeah. Again, if anyone in Florida could attend on Monday, it's two thirty. The committee hearing starts at two thirty at the Donald L. Tucker Civic Center here in Tallahassee. Um, in our email alert, we're going to have all the information on the uh, committee appearance form you have to fill out. You have to fill that out before you show up. You have to give that to the sergeant at arms during for the committee meeting, because if you don't fill that out and you don't turn that in, you can't speak. So that's crucial. We're going to have that all in our email alert. That's going to come out very soon. We're going to have that on our website. And if need be, I'll send the information over to Hank so he can put it on his social media page and give you guys the instructions but again hank thanks for having me you're here. welcome i know it's i i know i'm i i'm, t- I'm short for time but thanks oh you're welcome and, man you uh, i think you made the show better by coming on and, and sharing that information with us and um before i forget you guys are gonna try to go to the florida carry event right in march yeah uh you said that's march 20th in ocala 20th, yeah okay yeah I'll, I'll send lola the info Okay, yeah, I'll put that on the ticket and we'll be out there. All right. All right, man. Thank you. Thanks. All right. All right. Big thanks to uh, Lewis from GOA there for coming in. Um, Any further things on that before we move on? No, just get get off your butts. Open your wallets, get off your butts, and let your voice be heard and let your presence be known. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone could do something, man. You know, that's... You know, I, I agree. I really agree with what you said, Kevin. I don't I don't know <laughs> when someone says something the right way. I don't even I don't even like to try to, like, put it in another way. Right. Ultimately, that's the thing. Everyone could do more with this. There is a way that everyone out there uh, can do more with it. And listen, that includes me. You know, and I'm and I'm trying to do that. So. Um, all right. Where were we? What were we talking about? Um, we had just wrapped up. Uh, Mike wrapped this up with, you know, females and firearms. Okay. And spouse and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So Lola is saying, like, what's going on in everyone's area? Michael, did you have something uh, since, like, so far as two-way? No, I'm, I'm done. I just – I thought Boss Lady was about to actually speak. Oh, okay. I was actually just going to um, just tag on with – everything that you guys said, but stopping with the females and firearms. Um, My sole purpose is more so to encourage the ladies that you can do the same thing as anybody else, you know, any other guy or girl or whatever. You can do, um, get out there, train. And I always encourage my ladies to be their own superheroes. Mm -hmm. I always tell them that, you know, um, go out there, try out the firearms, go out there and do it yourself. Because I can't always carry our mind around with well, I can't carry him around with me. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but um, I don't know if that's a stealth one. I don't know if that is, I mean, is that. I'm just saying. Is that a stealth one I'm on right there? But you know, <laughs> I hit I you with the jab. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so I can't keep them in my purse. I can't keep them in my back pocket. And uh, oftentimes I'm on girls trips. I'm away doing self care stuff. So. I have to know how to do it by myself. And I just encourage ladies to stop being so intimidated of themselves and get out there and do it. Ask questions. Ask the questions that you are scared to ask. Just do it, you know. So um, 
I know that I've connected with a few companies to where I know a lot of girls, they're like, or ladies, they're like, oh, I can't carry. They come up with all of these excuses. There's options out there now for us to be able to carry and defend ourselves. We hear these news um, stories all the time of ladies getting carjacked. We hear stories of ladies being murdered. Because, And I think about it, I'm like, well, what could we have done? What could you have done? Instead of making an excuse, wrapping it out, instead of making an excuse, make a plan to get it done. Mm-hmm. Point blank. You know, so that's my thing. You know, ladies, get out there and do it is what my encouragement is to everyone. Yep, and me, nope. and me with them big egos, you know, we can't be, if you can't, you can't shoot, you can't see. You know what I'm saying? If you got your woman out there and she's, you know, coming in at, coming in the house late at night, if you're not there and you did not encourage her and you just, you know, or you, you gave her the wrong gun, the wrong count, it, it messes all of those things up. So, I mean... If you really love your, if you love your woman or your sister, or your cousin, whoever she is, you go, you gonna give her the right advice. Go ahead, Katie. Yeah, yeah. No, I'm just gonna say, um, you know, hey, you know, I, I'll be trying to get people to to really talk about what they do because people need to know. So I'm not gonna let Miss Bridget just get off that easy. <laughs> oh boy, that was, an, that was an incident where not only did she not have her her husband with her. Mm-hmm. That she had to take control of a chaotic scene and save lives. Man, what you like to tell us about when you actually yeah. had to save a life? Yeah. You know, um, it, it's crazy. And like you guys asked me earlier if I had ever been in two firearms prior to this, and I answered no. But I'm glad that I did take that step. I'm glad that I took the advice not only of my husband, um, my instructor, Kevin Dixie, because I actually see him as my instructor, not our mind. (laughs) But, um, you know, I'm glad that I got out there um, and put this in my toolbox of learning how to utilize my firearm and protect myself if need be. Um, So it's been about a year and a half, two years now. Um, since this incident occurred, there's a popular event that we uh, that I would frequent um, in the fall here in St. Louis. It's to where a lot of alumni come and congregate in one area. We reminisce and we get all together. But I noticed that when I saw the flyer of the um, the event happening, the first thing that I saw was it said no guns. Well, I know what my rights are. I know that, you know, I could actually bring my firearm on this property with no problem. Um, And so I did. And I'm glad that I did um, because there were over a thousand people at this event having a good time in a big open field, um, music playing. Everybody's having a good time. And next thing you know, there were shots that rang out, hundreds of shots Hmm. from handguns to rifles anything it felt seemed like bombs honestly but it was crazy right and so it was myself and my good friend um we came i carried i used my my proper holster garment um that i had on that made me feel comfortable with attending this event and i'm glad that i did because i actually had to not only protect myself during the event i had to protect my friend who was unfamiliar didn't know what to do i was not going to be a uh, squat and duck and just lay there, you know, as everybody else was running and frantic. I was more calm in the situation because I had been through 
um, our active citizens training, or I had been through one of the Evolve Pistols training, and I had, you know, trained with top instructors, and I knew how to not only protect myself, my friend, and two other females that had no clue what to do. But we did make it out of the incident um, alive. I did inform them at the time. Finally, you know, when I needed to, that I had my firearm and they respected that and they knew that I care not only about my life, but their life. So um, I would explain to my friend, even after the fact, the reason that I train. This is why I train. This is why I was not fearful during this event as everyone else was, you know. Um, and that's, again, why I encourage people, uh, ladies, to get out. And train because our mind was not with me during that time. But I had to be the superhero for myself and three other people. You know, so it matters. I know a lot of my friends, they'll say, oh, girl, we'll go to the range with you eventually. Mm -hmm. But my number was called during that time. And I didn't have a chance to say, I'll do it later. I had to do it now. I had to act now. So that's why I am actually proud not only of myself but i'm proud of the people that i have in my circle that continue to encourage me to be the female to get out there on the line and be able to protect myself when need be so that's the incident um without naming anything but i was in a, a active shooting um here in st louis and it plays on me all the time to where that is another reason that pushes me to not only continue to push myself but i will continue to encourage my female uh citizens here in St. Louis and throughout the nation to make sure that you get training because it matters because your number could be called. You were a asset, not a liability. Right. right. Mm -hmm. And in that, um, which I know, we, you know, we want to be careful about details, but in that, not only did she understand, you know, how to, how to use that firearm um, to remain safe, but it's the things that happen after the gun, right? Uh, she understood cover and concealment. She knew how to move people. She knew when to move them. She knew how to be the common voice. She knew how to control the panic in them, make them more suitable, all while, all while holding a gun out, right? So she was guiding them, directing them, get down here, stay there. She knew when to evacuate the area. So that, I, you, you got to look, it's, it's the gun is great, but mm -hmm. all the other things that she listened to and all the other things that she was able to incorporate was able to, yeah, the gun was there in case she needed it, right, clearly, but able to control that frantic, able to understand this is my environment. Where is that cover concealment? Yeah. Where the, do we need to the move? The mindset to? is the you weapon. Know? The mindset is the yeah, weapon. Yeah, absolutely. So she did a phenomenal job, and she did uh, what a lot of men wouldn't have any mm -hmm. idea what to do in that situation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah. Um, I always say that. I was thinking uh, as we got into this subject, um, I always I always tell Lola this. You know, you might have to save me. Forget about, you know, everyone. Like, I get it. Right. As a guy, I get it. The whole thing that we think we're going to be saving our family and all that kind of stuff. And that's fine. And it, and it may come to that, Michael, as you know. But, you know, your your chick might have to save you. And there's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, you know, that, nah, no problem with that. <laughs> you know, right. um, I'm glad she on my side. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And I think there's I think it was said here already. There's a lots of great. Uh, female trainers out there. So if women are listening to this or if, if guys, you know, your significant other, um, you know, I get it. It's like if I try to show Lola something, it's always going to be a fight and an argument. You know, this is this has been good. This is and I understand why. Right. If it comes to Lola, um, e e including with guns, this happens that, 
you know, um, I always worry about that. So I, maybe I put undue stress. I transfer that over to her. And this is why I understand why some people feel that they have to, you know, like they feel more comfortable, uh, especially in the beginning, training with a woman. I get it. You know, and I think that's very necessary um, and very important in this whole thing. Um, Michael, did you want to say something here? No, I added everything I did. I mean, I, I, that's why I call boss lady, boss lady. I, good job, girl. Yeah, absolutely. Did anyone get hurt? Did, did anyone uh, get hurt in that thing? I'm assuming because it was really like hundreds of shots. Um, unfortunately, there was one person. Mm -hmm. um, there were all guys that actually um, were injured during the incident, and one um, one person did pass mm -hmm. um, in regards to the being shot. But yeah, there mm -hmm. was. Mm -hmm. I think he was an off-duty officer as well. I, I believe so. Oh wow! Yeah. It's okay. fortunately uh, unfortunate, but yeah. Um, Say it. And yeah. one of the people who was shot, we always supported him. He was a local guy who Cigar. made uh, handmade cigars. Mm -hmm. And this is one of the other reasons why, especially, and I'm just going to say it, in the black community, we have to do better about um, protecting people who are business owners. Um, when people can't spend their money in your neighborhood, it makes your neighborhood worse to where you can't get any services. Mm -hmm. This man was an upstanding person in the community out here providing a service to people, being away from his family, mm -hmm. and unfortunately had his vehicle that he used that shot up, and then he was also shot. And it's just, it's so disappointing to where we can't even enjoy each other's company. Mm -hmm. um, and I know that's probably a talk for private company, but no, no. Listen, um, I, I just hate it. You know, yeah. that's that's me personally. Yeah, no, nothing's off the table here. I mean, when people discuss um, what what happened in D.C. a couple of weeks ago and the anger that came out of uh, the politicians up there of what happened, it's amazing to me that those same politicians didn't feel that same way when stuff was happening in cities all over America and cities were being burned mm -hmm. down. And, the, you know, those people in those cities, they're the one losing services. You know, they're the ones yep. losing access to things. And those people themselves were the victims of the crimes that took place there. And no politicians were angry enough. And I'm going to say this, including the Republican ones, <laughs> were angry enough to do anything about that. You know, but when they when they are made to feel a little bit uncomfortable, and as I've said before, there's nothing that happened in D.C. a couple of weeks ago that comes close to what I've seen in Nigeria, for example. Right. So they 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 were all they, you know they're all uh, they had their their feathers ruffled over that, but didn't have their feathers ruffled when it was happening uh, to just the regular people out there in the world of all colors. Yep. Right. Of all creeds, of all walks of life. So, um, yeah, we we, ha we we do have to do better. So can I add one thing I did um, mention when I was speaking in regards to the incident about ladies um, saying that they don't have options. Mm -hmm. They can't do something. So I did want to let everyone know I've actually partnered with a company who's awesome because it provides our ladies options. Um, and we have something, a giveaway, actually, that's coming up on February the 21st. Um, the giveaway will start on this, come. what is it, on February 1st. So um, I'm with, actually, Chameleon Concealed Carry Bags. 
And this is one of the carry bags that we'll be giving away. And what it is, is um, I know a lot of the times ladies will say, oh, I'll just throw my firearm in my purse. Mm -hmm. Or I'll just put it in my cup holder. When I say we have options, Chameleon Concealed Carry Bag has given us options to where you can now carry in a, con a stylish, fashionable concealment bag. So okay. this first, actually, this handbag here, she will be uh, one of my giveaways that I'll be doing on February the 21st. Only thing you have to do is, of course, like Chameleon Concealed Carry Bags, like Prime Protection STL, and tag three people and share the post. So it'll be on our on our Facebook and Instagram page, but... You can have this. This is a concealment bag that you can hold your firearm and your regular items. And she's cute. So I want to throw that out there. Yeah, so so you guys, do you guys have a .com? It's just uh, the Facebook stuff? It is, it is okay. actually under construction. Okay, all right, all right. <laughs> and she will be up by next month. Okay, all right. So, so if anyone's looking, and I'll run this in right now as I do the search. Hold on. Uh, I don't want you to see what pops up in my search stuff, so I'm going to search for it first. <laughs> <laughs> I already learned my lesson with that. Thank you very much. <laughs> um, yeah, here we go. All right. So Prime Protection STL, that's the IG. So if folks are looking to do this, they can um, enter here on the IG. Yep. Yes. Okay. Yeah. yeah, and then also there's a Facebook, which I guess I could click right through this. is going to take me to the Facebook here. Yeah. Uh, and then Facebook is going to try to get me to sign in. But anyway, okay, so there's a there's a, a Facebook account. It's also Prime Protection STL, right? Let me yes. let me go pull that up on here. Make sure that I'm that I like that. Uh, okay, and um, we gotta we've got to wait until when did you say next month? So, yeah, the giveaway will begin on February the 1st, and it will be announced on February the 21st. So they have a little bit of time to get in, but you have to both like both pages, tag three people, and share the post that I'll put up um, most likely on the 1st, of course. All right, very cool. It's free to enter. It's free. Free to enter. Free to support. So no, nothing out there for the dudes? Um. Well... If you contact me, I do have a few things, but yeah. <laughs> she, over here, she, she over here, she got a, a, a AR bag from them as well that is pretty nice, and I'm trying to entice her to give it to me. He but. has to buy it. <laughs> oh, wow. You're going to be wearing a man purse? <laughs> it's for an AR. Okay. Come on. It's for an AR. Okay. Yeah. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, Greg Chamberlain says, "How you STL people doing?" Uh, I don't know. I'm sure you guys have some folks out there that you know. Hey, Most definitely. What's up, Greg? <laughs> yeah. If if you folks, if guys are coming in here right now, smash the thumbs ups. Okay. All of that helps us here in this algorithm, and we appreciate it. Make sure you go support Prime Protection STL. Uh, Mike, what's your what's your store again? Uh, Say it again. MJ. Uh, MJ's, MJ's, yeah, MJ's Firearms, and of course, Kevin Dixie, NOC, so. Yep, noothechoice.com. No yes, so let me ask this, and, and I'll probably, let me start with Michael, if folks are going to your store, because you, you have brick and mortar now, or? No, online only right now, and uh, okay. that's, that's firearm sales, online. Okay, that's online, so, okay, all right, and you yep. do training stuff? Yeah, well, I got the uh, Protect One, the training facility out in Tennessee. In Tennessee, and okay. That, uh, 
I'm building the range now. So as we speak. Oh, OK, cool. All right. So um, so you, but I think you were saying earlier that you do some training. Yeah, I, I would do private training uh, okay. a lot. Really, that's only it's been so many new gun owners mm-hmm. and I just. Uh, yeah, it's a heavy up, demand. Because like they'll pick up a gun and they have no idea what to do with it. Mm-hmm. So I didn't want to like not. Uh, I mean, they ask me so many questions and mm-hmm. being we all are that gun guy that. You know, <laughs> that's a firearm instructor or something. Or we know something about guns. So we like we feel like enticing to like tell them and teach mm-hmm. them and stuff like that. But it, it is what it is. That's what I do. Also, as far as just private training, you know, for new gun owners and stuff like that. OK, so if you're talking to someone that's new, just give me like three things that you think is important for the for the person out there that doesn't know anything about this to know. I know I'm putting you on the spot, but you know no, you're the no, you're, no, you're the young one. You got to earn that mustache. So I, I appreciate it, man. <laughs> uh, I feel like first uh, safety. Uh, new gun owner, you know, understand that you know that 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 firearm is not a a toy, you know, and uh, treat it with respect, and you know that also ties into you know firearm training. I mean, training with that gun, uh, going out there, taking that class with uh, 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 KD and taking that class with prime protection or myself. Um, think it's things like that. I just I feel like that is really, really important. Also, knowing the local gun law, well, the gun laws in the whole country, mm-hmm. uh, but especially your local gun laws, because just being real with you, I mean, we're going to be traveling, you know, to Walmart, your 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 common places, mm-hmm. knowing that knowing and understanding those gun laws, and also keeping up to date with those things. You have you have a uh, USCCA. There's an app you can download. There's Legal Heat you can download, and uh, a Law Shield also. Throw mm-hmm. that in there. Uh, Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> you can download these apps, and literally they refresh these apps all the time with all the new and up-to-date laws and i actually trust them a lot of the a lot of the people who do uh, purchase firearms from me uh, i let them know like hey you know because they ask me about how to properly transport a gun i get all those type of questions when you i push them all always push them to those uh those apps and those websites so mm-hmm. knowing those local laws man and uh training with that firearm and respecting and you know understanding firearm safety is key so that's just I'm gonna stress that to everyone. So those will probably be my three topics. So okay, all right, cool. KD uh, Sean Norgriff says, "What's good, KD, sir?" He put a sir on there, which no. is yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and Greg no, Chamberlain says, wrong. "Get legal heat." So there you go. That's an app, right? Legal heat. Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. Uh, KD, what what do you think about that? I mean, you're you know you're the old school. You're the gray beard here, I guess. When it comes to the training, <laughs> what would you say? Like, what's three things you think outside of what? Because I think he, uh, Michael, just hit some good points there. Um, can you accentuate that? Add some other stuff to that that you think is important for that new person who's getting into this? No, he he. I, I like his three. Um, so I guess I'll just add to it if I can uh, if I can do that. So I would say after you get those things down, understand how to carry it. Right, just kind of going back to the chameleon bag or you know, a nice Kydex toaster and not only understand it, but, uh, train with it. Right. So, um, the last thing I want to do is see people just tossing guns around and just throwing it in their waist or something like that. So understand how you can carry in the, the tools and uh, resources available to you to uh, make that easier for you. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, after that, uh, it's going to be the mental thing, right? Understand that a gun is a life saving tool. 
Um, and it does not mean that you all of a sudden get this this boost of I can do what I want to do and what I, what I like to call I wish a MF a would mentality, right? Like mm-hmm. you got to really chill. Um, gun ownership really should calm you more than excite you, right? You should be excited about, hey, I got the right to protect myself, but you should be calm and understanding your capabilities toward other human beings, right? Mm-hmm. So uh, really take a deep breath, um, breathe about that, avoid situations more than you look for to get into them. That's 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 real important. Mm-hmm. And lastly, if I got to choose three, the last thing uh, that I will add, add to that is just make sure that you are taking, once you actually have information um, and you understand it, then even if people who don't own guns around you, translate that to them, right? Have a conversation with them about your journey, what you went through, and uh, the things that have helped you. Kind of share that. Don't hold it all to yourself. Once you feel confident to share that information out, share it out. And then, um, you know, refer them to the resources that helped you get there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Uh, that's that's good stuff right right there. Uh, as we mentioned here before, and I'm just going to throw mine my one thing into this before I go to Armand and uh, Miss Brigitte. Um, you know, like I saw with you, Kevin, it's really like the medical side of this, learning how to save your, perhaps your own life or someone else you care about or people you don't even know. Uh, I don't think you can um, oversell the importance of that, right? And I think it's something no, where I'm severely lacking myself personally. And I think maybe a lot of us are. And that's a place that um, I would personally like to focus on a lot more. And I would encourage folks who are out there getting into this, that it's really worth investing the time and the money into uh, learning how to actually save someone's life. Maybe your own, maybe someone that you love. Right? Yep. Yeah. Um, so let's go to Armand and Bridget here. What, right. what, what do you guys? Uh, Come on, hit us. It's two of you. Right. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> right. <laughs> my uh, my first thing is uh, kind of piggybacking off of what uh, KD said, and it's carrying with a clean heart. Um, one of the lines that I tell my whole class is, um, guns are like buttholes. Everybody's got one. Mm-hmm. And once you start trying to use the tool as a, a show-off type of thing, it could be that right person that you meet that has one also. So don't think that it makes you invisible or anything like that. Um, the next thing is um, get some knowledge on your gun. You don't have to be an expert in everything and know all the guns in Call of Duty. Just become an expert on your gun. And that will help you in the long run. When you're needing to go buy a new magazine, you don't go into the gun store saying, hey, I need a clip for my nine mil. (laughs) 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 Well, listen, first of all, that should not be a crime, but I'm with you. You're right. Yeah, you know, (laughs) it shouldn't be as much of a crime as it is for some people. Yeah, right. But you want help. You need to know you wouldn't drive into AutoZone and not know that you drive a Chevy Impala. Mm -hmm. True. You get what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. It's kind of the the basic is the minute things. Mm -hmm. I'm not telling you to be a a military expert or something, but know what it is Mm -hmm. that you have just, it's a life-changing device that you just bought. Mm -hmm. You know, have some type of knowledge, do some type of research. Yeah. Um, Lastly, um, the thing that I would tell beginners is to um, give mental checks very frequently. Um, There is something that we don't talk a lot about, and that is mental health. 
And if you are having a bad day, that's not the best time to strap a gun to your hip. Um, every morning I wake up, I ask myself, am I mentally okay to do this? You know, um, and most days I am. There are some days where I break my own rule of not carrying, whether it's stress at work, whether it's stress with the business. Um, those are all things that you don't want because somebody rolled over your foot in Walmart with the cart. You don't want to have that mindset mm -hmm. and be ready to fight or have a bad attitude and the worst possible thing happens. So yeah, that's not why that's not why we do this. Yep, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I definitely respect you too, Armand, for saying that because most men, including myself, I can't even say that because sometimes I do get pissed off at certain things and I still got that gun on my hip when I shouldn't. So uh, I can definitely, I definitely respect you for even speaking up about that. Not saying that I'm going to do anything bad. I'm just saying we all, yeah. somebody didn't cut us out or, you know, something didn't go right. Or mm -hmm. This did, you know, this deal didn't fall through or whatever the case mm -hmm. is. Still got that gun on your hip and now you're a little bit more, you're a little bit more on, on edge then you know you out of your, your square yeah well different. that that firearm is not supposed to be to solve every problem <laughs> right that's true no. yeah there's a limited set of problems that that's there for solving without a doubt without yeah. a doubt yeah without a doubt. I, I think a lot of people um don't realize that and you know what i think it is important to know and know your laws like not just like know about your guns know about laws and things like that i remember doing something in atlanta with maj and there was a guy there that was like chastising Maj because he's not letting people know about stuff enough. <laughs> I'm sure you've seen this, Kevin. I'm, maybe all you guys mm -hmm. have heard this particular thing. Like, oh, you need to let more people know. <laughs> what? <laughs> Bro, yeah, the responsibility is on you to know stuff. And it's made easier with these phones and stuff like that that we have. It's pretty easy. Um, and if you don't have that, you can you can ask people. And there's lots of people in the gun community willing to uh, talk and tell you things, right? Yep, absolutely. Yeah. Um, let me let me get into this in the time that we have left because I want to I want to ask you guys this question. I, I've been telling people this particular story. I'm not going to get into like what happened with me because I've already said it. But um, so my uh, there, there's someone that's a friend of mine, and his dad got in touch with me recently. This is, uh, you know, uh, this is a, a black person. And his dad got in touch with me recently because his whole life, his dad, he's retired now. He never was into guns or anything like that. And then he decided recently because of what went down back in DC, uh, uh, after all the other things, he decided that this was the moment to get into guns. And he reached out to me, right? And I asked him, I was like, why? Why are you doing this now? Like, I think you should definitely, this is something you need to think about and get into, but why now? And he said to me, it was because, you know, he was worried about these, uh, these uh, pro-Trumpers out there and what they wanted to do to him. So I'm not going to get into the whole thing with what I told him, but I would just like to know from, from each of you, and I'm probably going to start with Kevin Dixie, um, how, how would you respond to that? I'm sure, Kevin, that I'm not the only person going through this. What would, what would be your response yeah, yeah. to that kind of thing? For me, I'm, I'm not going to let any man or any group of people, um, me personally, and, and I advise other people to do the same, right? Uh, like when I tell people, I, I never want you buying a gun for the day or tomorrow, right? I don't want you buying a gun because of a, a particular threat that you perceive, right? The, the firearm is for any threat. Right. Because you could be worried about the Trumpers and it'd be to do with no political affiliation is robbing you. Mm -hmm. Right. So um, 
I, I don't think that a that I don't think that that's a I'm, I can't tell somebody what the reason is, but I don't think that's a standalone reason. And you can even challenge the validation of it to say, oh, OK, now I need to carry a gun because then you're setting yourself up for prejudice. Right. Mm-hmm. So if you see somebody, you know, wearing a MAGA hat, then all of a sudden you're on edge with them. Right. Because you're the one I got this gun for. Mm. Right. Uh, so I don't. I don't think that that's necessarily a healthy mentality to have. So I think that um, uh, people should relax on that, uh, chill out. You should be ready to deal with any threat because I don't care if you're wearing a Biden hat, a Trump hat, an Obama hat, a Bush hat, or a Reagan hat, or whatever. Um, I'm not going to look at you like any more of a threat than the person walking their poodle down the street because they could be the one that's actually out there to do harm to you. So mm-hmm. um, now we don't want to set in our minds what a threat looks like. Right. Because every time you see someone that represents that, you're going to act out of character. You're probably actually going to cause a confrontation. Right. And you're going to try to find a way to justify the reason why you're being on edge with that individual. So we we can't look at people or a group of people and say you're the problem. If somebody is going to cause harm to you, that is a threat right then and there. And you deal with that threat accordingly. Not, oh, my God, you're wearing make America great again or you're wearing a you, you know, I saw a Trump flag on the back of your truck. So let me go ahead and put my hand on my gun because you're who I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. I, I, I got to disagree with that. Yeah. Imagine the person who got a gun because they think some scary black guy is going to do something to them. Same thing. Exactly. Right. And we have we have people that do that. Right. Mm-hmm. And they're idiots. And I tell them that all the time. Mm-hmm. They're like, oh, you know, they'll 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 use certain certain things in certain ways to say certain stuff. And I'm like, <laughs> realistically, you're you're an idiot. Um, you need to really relax and understand that any threat from anywhere, hell, it might be a tiger that gets you because there are tigers. People have tigers in our country. Uh, I watched it, you know. <laughs> yeah, like a tiger might get loose, right? Are you going to be like, well, the tiger wasn't wearing a MAGA hat, so I didn't shoot it as it mauled me. Like that's no. Yeah, no. you don't. You don't. Hey, what? Go ahead. Well, let's clarify something though, real quick, Katie. Mm-hmm. Uh, and. I'm pretty sure you agree with me a little bit, but you say, uh, what do you consider that? Like stereotypic, like, you know, how you, sometimes mm-hmm. that, sometimes that saves lives though. You know, I mean, it is what it is. Oh, the I mean, stereotype? I mean, People. Uh, well, uh, some, some, in, a, in a way. But the dude, person that you stereo, so the person that you stereotype is not always necessarily the opposite of you. So he may, so, he, yeah. He may so not as, be. as a, okay. yeah, as a black man, you know, my, my children, I have, my kids are like 20, 21 years old. Right. And, and they dress just like most uh, other young folks out there do. The person sure. who I might have to defend my life against may look just like me or just like one of my without sons. Yeah. Without, without, a, without a doubt. Mm-hmm. And that's when that's the, and that's what I'm saying, because mm-hmm. I just want to clarify this really quick, because uh, Katie, uh, just I, I know what it's like when I'm around that age group. And mm-hmm. I, I it just is what it is. You see, you see individuals and sometimes that may save your life. You see a guy, he got his hat cocked to the side or you see a, a white guy and he got all these tattoos on you, on his arms and he got a SWAT sticker and, you know, his hat cocked to the side. Not about race. It's just sometimes that stuff like that may in particular save your life because I know one thing. I'm going to look at anyone strange who approaches me like that. I'm not saying that I'm going to have my hand on my gun, mm-hmm. but at the same time, I'm also it also is going to make me aware. So wearing looking appropriate and sometimes people know what that hat means you know don't get me wrong i don't have nothing against nobody i love everybody mm-hmm. just is what it is i don't care what race color gender religion none of that but you know what you're doing when you wear that certain type of hat if i have on a make america great great again hat or if i have on a black lives matter hat whatever the case is sometimes people are going to look at you a little 
off mm-hmm. and you got to be prepared for that. So understanding you make the conscious decision to make sure you together before you leave out the house. And if you going to put if you going to put that hat on, if I'm going to put this NOC hat on, I know somebody don't like KD. Got in. Well, look, I'm just I'm just taking that chance that day. But just make sure you had a right mindset. You got the right thinking behind it's i think it all goes back to mindset yeah. too a little bit of fear is a healthy thing and 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 people it's a healthy things, thing at the same time things that people be. wear can indicate things to you there's bloods and crips out there there's you know sure yeah there's a, he got it well i think what we're talking about when you start talking when you start talking about that kind of stuff you're talking about more instincts than anything right mm-hmm. so um you you yeah we all we all come from different areas have different experiences that certain things alert us right they get they get us on, you know, a little bit more like, OK, you know, let's 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 watch this thing. But that's more of instincts and understanding what may or may not have a potentially slightly higher chance of being a threat to you. But the way that uh, the question was phrased is about, you know, a, a, a group of people. Right. So if, if we are going to um, start allowing our prejudice or our thought of what we've seen being splashed on media and we all know what media does a great job of doing. Um, yeah. then you can set yourself up to be at an extra heightened level. Never challenge your instincts, mm-hmm. but be very careful about walking around with a heightened sense of prejudice. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. There's, now, a, there's, a, there's a big difference between yeah. the imaginary person or group and then the yeah. real person in front of you acting, talking, uh, dressed a certain way or whatever, or with it in a certain scenario that you're in, right? Dark alley, middle of the night, or whatever. I mean, if we're if we're all looking at a Batman movie and his and 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 his parents are going down the alley, we all know what's going to happen, right? Sure. Yeah. Versus like you're doing something from a safe position and you're imagining something that's going to happen to you. Um, I, okay, Armand, I see you want to jump in here, and plus, I would like to hear what how you guys would respond to this. Okay, so the first thing is I want to meet in the middle with KD and Mike. Mm-hmm. Um, one of uh, one of the first people that I ever got introduced to in the firearms industry, he told me, um, "You want to respect every man and have a plan to kill him." Mm-hmm. Yep. So this is so that meets the criteria for what both of them just said. I'm gonna respect everybody. And I treat everybody as they could be a threat. So I prepare myself mm-hmm. for what they could possibly do to me. Mm-hmm. That's that's definitely, you know, that way we're not being prejudiced to a certain group of people. And at the same time, we're still protecting ourselves for that itchy feeling, that, that spidey sense that goes off. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel that I deal with this a majority of the time with my, my class. A lot of people will, um, they have that fear, and that's why our classes continuously sell out and different things like that. And I'm not feeding into it because of that simple reason. The one thing I will tell people is just to get prepared. You never know where it's going to come from. And just by uh, proximity of where you live and what it is that you do, you probably will never meet that rural country MAGA person or that rural country uh, MAGA extremist because they don't want to be around you as well, just as much as you don't want to be around them. So it's a proximity issue. You need to work on the threat that is at your front doorstep, kind of like what you were saying. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And one of the things I just want to say, like, I I don't know what the rest of you guys think, but... 
I don't think that someone being MAGA or being a Trump supporter makes them. I mean, I've seen lots of black people that are Trump supporters. And this I remember looking at the videos with MAGA Hulk. I didn't even know there was this massive, massive, super muscle bound black dude. Did you guys ever hear of MAGA Hulk? Yeah, I've seen him a couple of times. Yeah, I've never I never heard of it. And then I stumbled across a video. And there's so there's lots of people that that go in that direction. At the same time, there's a lot of people who don't like. So if we're worried about someone not liking black folks, for for example, there's a lot of people that feel that way and they don't have any indicators (laughs) that's going to show you that they don't like you because of your skin color. So. I think I I agree with what you said, like be prepared because everyone is potentially your enemy. The government, uh, people who look just like you, people opposite from you. You know, you you have no clue where that's coming from. Uh, Go ahead. Mm -hmm. I go go to a lot of I'm in a I'm in a lot of different type of places than where I grew up in. I'm I'm always in a country. I'm I'm always in cities. I'm I'm all over the place in all kind of different environments. And and here's the thing. Um, If you take even the gun out of it for a second. Make sure if you are encountering somebody that has a different uh, viewpoint of life, instead of being like, and I agree, don't get me wrong, you should have a, a plan to defend yourself at all times. Uh, but you should also, instead of trying to see where you can, you know, challenge them or, or what you can fight them on, figure out the stuff you guys got in common, right? Mm. And start from there. And then you, a lot of times you'll notice that it's not really that big of a deal. You don't have to worry about them any more than anybody else. Figure out what you like. Do you, do you like to cook? Do you you like guns? Do you, do you like to fish or do you want to learn more about it? Because one thing I've noticed with people that um, that I, when I go into their areas and they're more familiar with doing outdoorsy stuff, they love to share that. Right. Mm-hmm. We don't I don't even have to talk to them about their political affiliation. Mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, I want to go hunt. They're like, like when? Like now we can go. Yeah. Right? Like, so, <laughs> yeah. You know, like, like find something about people that you actually can learn from. People love to share information. They love to share information. Right. So find something that you that you can learn from them or find something that you guys actually have in common. And I think that if we did that more than um, in general looking at the news or, or taking our perceived notions about people, we can get further. Because let's be honest, we don't like it when people do it to us. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't mm-hmm. like I don't I still to this day. I don't like when people clutch their purse because I'm walking by. Right. I'm not going to steal your purse. Lady. You, you, I'm the one that's going to protect your person being stolen. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. So we don't want it done to us. So next time you interact with somebody, you know, if, if the rule does come into the city you know, and you're having an exchange or interaction with them. Figure out what you guys have in common, man, and then work from there. Better way when you start talking about what you disagree about, it's less personal, right? You got a, a base to work off of. Yeah. Uh, Kermit Loves Bacon says, is that really what you guys think uh, for? I, I'm guessing he wants to say about. Is that really what you guys think about people who voted for, for Trump? Um, I'm not. I, I can tell you one thing. I definitely don't think that because I voted for Trump. So. Uh, both times. <laughs> said anything negative about yeah. Trump support no, and talking yeah. about the stereotype right. uh, that the yeah. the person that asked Hank yeah. what it is that he believed. Yeah. So that's what we're that's, that's what we're talking to here. We're talking to to that to that person who's thinking in that vein that now they're all of a sudden activated. And for this whole conversation, we've been talking about these eight million new people. And what we have to understand is a lot a lot of that eight million are people that they're doing it for exactly that reason. Yeah. And for yeah. those eight million people that are if they are watching this, if they do mm-hmm. what Kate and I challenged Katie on what he said, but I he Katie was not wrong. Mm-hmm. I wish we can do that more. I like you say, see what you got in common. Mm-hmm. Hey man, I, that's a nice hat, but hey, those shoes you got on. 
Well, I see you got to open your open carrying your gun, which I don't like, but still, you open carry your gun. What kind of gun is it? Hey, I, I got that type. You know, just, just engage yeah. in the conversation yeah. instead of just being so quiet. Speak, open your mouth, say something. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, just have, it's hard just for someone, it's hard for someone to kill you if they're looking at you and making uh, eye connection with you and talking to you. It's not impossible. I mean, there's psychos out there, right? But but it's you know, you can solve a lot of problems like that. I mean, I grew up in New York City and I did a lot of things I'm not supposed to do. And I had my run ins with cops and stuff like that. And a lot of those situations I walked away from because I just talked to them, you know, and, and that's really important. When you talk to people, you disarm them. Right. And and I found myself doing that a lot with uh, with cops, for example. And then they wouldn't go, yeah, uh, get out of the car. Let me search you. Because if they if they would have done that, I would have been in jail. So, uh, listen, say go ahead. one funny thing, mm-hmm. you know, uh, Katie, the funny thing you be bringing up the tires, it got uh, tigers. It got <laughs> me remembering um, when I was in police academy, they almost deputized us. Uh, I went to police academy up in Ohio and they almost deputized us because a dude had let his tigers go mm-hmm. in Ohio <laughs> and, and we were the closest to him. So they was going to deputize us and give us guns. Yeah. To go out here and shoot tigers and lions and bears. Yeah, that's some oh that's some training because I yeah you don't actually know what that gun's gonna do for you when a tiger is charging you. <laughs> that's a whole different experience, Michael. I want to get your answer from this. I know we're running a little bit over time. The reason why I asked this question is. I really think that, you know, this is a great opportunity for us here to have that conversation and have the people in the audience and maybe some other people listen to this. So I want to know from you, Mike, what's your answer to to this thing that I post? Uh, I didn't even get I'm sorry. Yeah. So to go back to that guy who who got in touch with me and said that he wanted to get a gun. And I just want like if someone got in touch with you and they say, hey, I want to get a gun. I want to get into this because of what happened back in D.C. a couple of weeks ago. And I'm worried that these Trumpers are coming for me or whatever. Yeah, I got you. Okay. Uh, Man, I've been getting a lot of that, especially when people come like, okay, you get fear buying. Fear, Fear buying is. You, you, we see a lot of that now. All these, most of these gun owners. In fact, I've had people run to me, call me, blow up my phone, like just based off of them just fear buying. Mm-hmm. People, calm down, mm-hmm. <laughs> calm down. I don't really think that I, I, it's serious. Don't get me wrong. I what happened was, you know, it was serious. But at the same time, like when you re, when you react so fast like that and you don't just slow down the thing. And on top of that, you should already had a gun. That's one. You shouldn't buy a gun just based off in one event. I mean, that's just one situation that happened. There's so many different things. Like KD was even saying, there's some different. There's so many different. You know, stuff. Some so many different things going on that you know you need a gun for. And you know, and like you say, uh, Hank, not all guns don't solve all problems. You may not need a gun for so many different reasons. And, yeah, I mean, it's, it's so many it's a responsibility, it's so many things that go, you know, along with just even having that gun. So, I mean, I feel like if you're going to buy a gun, don't buy a gun based off of one event. Buy a gun um, to, for so many different other things. I mean, guns save lives. I mean, buy, buy a gun for a better reason, for one. Mm-hmm. You know, you got family, you got loved ones, you know, buy a gun so you come back home to your family. Buy a gun for there's so many d- different other reasons, not just based off one event. So mm-hmm. that's how I feel about it. Yeah, I think I mean, there's one good reason I would say to someone to not buy a gun. If you're angry and you want to hurt someone, <laughs> that's mm-hmm. not the reason to buy one. Um, this situation, like what I 
what I did say to my friend's dad was, you know what? I'm glad you came to this, but I just want you to, to answer these questions. And, you know, I was like, I don't know if you got to go, uh, Kevin, but I could see the wife trying to give you some kind of signal back there. But uh, now she just let me know she's back in the house. Oh, OK, cool. So one of the things I said to him is, you know, you're here where I'm in Gainesville. He's in Gainesville. I was like, if you go to your local gun store right now to buy this gun, tell me who do you think is running that store? And he's like, what do you mean who's running the store? I was like, tell me tell me about that person. Just imagine who who are they? Are, are they black or are they white? He was like, well, it's probably a white guy. I was like, okay, do you think they are Republican or a Democrat? <laughs> and he's like, oh, they're probably a Republican. I was like, do you think they maybe voted for Trump? <laughs> and he was like, yeah, they probably voted for Trump. And I said, okay, so here's the thing about that. You're going to go to the store, and I could already tell you what's going to happen. You're going to go there, and they're going to show you things, and they're going to be courteous, answer your questions, and they're going to help you and you could buy a gun from them and then they will point you in the direction of training and he was like okay and I was like what makes you think that person's your enemy you know and so that that was my that was my answer to him but I said listen still I hope that you get into this because like Michael said you actually need to get into this right and it's not the I know a lot of folks out here are gonna say well this is a really the wrong reason it's a bad reason but it's not the worst reason and once you yeah. get into this and you start meeting people and doing like what Kevin Dixie is saying, and, and all of you guys are saying that, hey, when you start talking to people and figuring out who people are and seeing different people and realizing what you have in common, you know, it changes a lot of things. As, um, as folks are saying here, I see a lot of people have some good comments on this. I just want everyone to know in the end of, of, of Trump's thing, and I'm not trying to be all pro-Trump with you guys. I've had my things to say about him, but he pardoned some rappers <laughs> okay let's realize that <laughs> okay so i mean you you know it's everything out there is not exactly what you think it is you know everything is not yeah, what absolutely. the media is telling you so you, you folks out there just really want to think about this and put this um into your uh overall equations about your life listen i don't want to keep you guys any longer i'm sure you folks have plans i should have probably done this with all you guys a lot uh, sooner than this you know, especially Armand and Bridget, you know, we should have done this a long time ago. Um, let me do this real quick. I'm going to go around here. I'm going to start with Michael. How can the folks out there that are looking at this, if they want to follow up with you, uh, follow you on social media, communicate with you, etc., how can they do that? Well, you can follow me uh, on Instagram at uh, MJ's Firearms 33. You can follow me on uh, Facebook at MJ's Firearms LLC, YouTube at MJ's Firearms. Um, I'll also be having a, a quite a few things so follow my instagram uh there's on sunday i'll be doing a, a pretty big it's be a big announcement uh with me and Modge. so uh definitely tune in on that um uh-oh there, okay there'll be, new social, there'll be new social medias going up with protect one as well i got a lot of things in the works cool uh big events and things like that uh so yeah uh definitely i'll e- uh, email mj's firearms at gmail.com you guys can uh get in contact with me there um also i want to say something too before i get off because um you also uh you always hank strange you always you always point your finger towards everybody else and uh you know shine light on them you reached a hundred thousand uh subscribers on youtube congratulations thank you man and yes also, yes i, I like, appreciate that from all the folks out there I wanna, and i also want to say this a lot of people don't our minds spoke on it a little bit a lot a lot of people don't realize how much work you really do put in 
And I'm going to say this, and I really don't give a, give a damn what nobody thinks. You probably have one of the most realest 100,000 subscribers on YouTube than anyone else. Thank you, man. You know, I appreciate that's, that. That's a real 100,000 uh, Instagram, I mean, YouTube followers. So good job, man. Thank you. Absolutely. I didn't do it on my own. Lots of you guys have helped me to do this out there. And uh, Lola, you know, my kids have made sacrifices. <laughs> Yeah, Girl. absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. I, and there's lots of folks out there in the world, in the gun world and all that kind of stuff that, that have helped me to do this. So I really do appreciate it. It means a lot coming right. from uh, all of you guys. Uh, we're going to get to Kevin last here because we know Kevin, you know, he's he's going to he's going to drop multiple points of contact on us. But I do. <laughs> I do want to let you know this, Kevin, for the sake of Chris Schumacher. I think I'm pronouncing that right, Chris Schumach. He says, sent Kevin a friend request about two years ago, still waiting on him to accept. And then he's put a bunch of laughing faces in there. He says, let me in the circle, bro. So, Kevin, um, look that brother up in the chat, please, and go add him as a favor to me on, the, on that friend request while, while we're going to Bridget and Armand here. Uh, <laughs> I hope that works, Chris. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, so let's, yeah, guys, how can the folks out there follow you guys, support you if they've got questions and things like that they want to ask? Most definitely. Um, on both Facebook and Instagram currently, um, we are Prime Protection STL. You can follow us there. We post cool stuff there, classes, and that's how you can best contact us and reach us. Um, we'll have new things, new social medias, new uh, YouTube, all of that coming up. Uh, throughout 2021, um, including our website that's currently under construction. So, um, but yeah, that's how you can contact us and see all the cool stuff that we do. Absolutely. And make sure that you also uh, support Bridget. Links that are on those pages for Chameleon Bags and Dean Adams Official. Oh, absolutely. Please do that. Please go out there and support these folks. Uh, at least uh, check them out and see what they're up to and what they're doing. Okay. Diximus Maximus, KD, Kevin Dixie, <laughs> NOC. <laughs> uh, do I even? I don't even have to tell you. So just just hit him with it. Yeah. I would just I would just say to to Chris, um, my my Facebook page, my personal Facebook page, is not something I engage with a lot, which is uh, why because I am trying to get that to uh, just where it's uh, family and friends where we can share pictures of kids and. Just, you know, have have our little circle. But um, the ways to reach me, Chris, please go over to The Real NOC on Instagram uh, or Facebook. So it's The Real NOC, YouTube, Instagram, Facebook. And now I'm doing this TikTok thing. Uh, oh, I think Lord. I, my first one I put it up in a Say TikTok. it's not so. Say it's not so, please. Dude, I, had a, I had a great time doing it, right? I got over, I mean, I put a thing up for one day and it reached over uh, 10,000 in less than 24 hours. So it must have been pretty uh, popular. So the TikTok mm -hmm. thing, I, you know, I had, I had fun with that. So. Uh, it's the real NOC on all the platforms. TikTok, you know, I can't believe I'm saying TikTok again. Oh, TikTok, wow. Twitter, wow. Oh, uh, wow. Uh, Facebook. You are Instagram, legally you are legally too old to be on TikTok, sir. No, I'm, I'm just kidding. Dude, no, I had a good time. The kids love it. Yeah. They love the video. Yeah. Right? I have a, I have a TikTok time. account also. I don't think I do anything on there, though. But, yeah, listen, all platforms, all platforms. Yeah, all, all platforms, the real NOC, all the backup pages, which is very important with all the mm -hmm. censorship. Uh, KD of NOC, so my initials of NOC. Also, which is more important, is the website, uh, mm -hmm. nootherchoice.com. Nootherchoice.com with big tech censorships, we're all going to be hurt even worse. Like we've already been going through it the last couple of years, but uh, the next few years are going to be really, really hard with big tech censorship. So 
NoOtherChoice.com is going to be the absolute best way you can support. Please sign up for the email list. Um, once again, if you are in the industry, writer, author, blogger, YouTuber, instructor, gun club president, FFL, manufacturer, big or small, whatever, if you're in the business of freedom, um, when you're on the website, look at the train and learn link, uh, three days of professional development um, to, to make you and your business better. Also, let you collab with a lot of different people in the industry, covering topics all through the gauntlet, marketing, uh, SOEs for your websites, how to do that. We got professionals coming in and speak on all kind of various subjects, including um, you'll get to speed date with five different instructors. We're gonna, this year, we're going to change it up a little bit. We have uh, four, four or five great pistol instructors and rifle instructors, but we also have hand-to-hand that no other choice is going to be hosting and we uh, through one of my instructors. And we also have uh, uh, edge weapons uh, training. So you get a lot of different training, collaborations, you know, just a good time. So look out for, a, we'll go to the website. There are 17 seats left for train to learn. So go ahead over there and sign up. There's 17 out of 60 and I haven't even promoted it yet. So that's telling you something about the event. So go ahead and sign up for that and um, just stay in touch. Uh, shoot us email. Email is on the website. Um, stay in touch, interact. Um, and by Max, I will say that right now, uh, I built the website for a lot of purposes. We're going to be blogging there, posting our own videos. Oh, and another thing, be on the lookout. It's going to be launching. I am launching my own podcast this year, um, official podcast. The podcast is, and you can, I'll tell everybody when to go ahead and sign up for the YouTube page, even though it's up now, Stogies and Straps. That is a thing. <laughs> it's going to be its own podcast. Uh, it's not, it it's not exactly what you think. It could be a double entendre, though. It, it could. It's gonna. We're gonna have a good time with it. More relaxed conversations. We're gonna have, obviously, all your 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 two way uh, favorites. But we're gonna be bringing in a lot of different genres mm-hmm. and uh, different people to come on there and have conversations. We're gonna have have anti gun people on it. We're gonna have. Um, uh, we're gonna talk about everything. I'm gonna open up the gauntlet to what I think about subjects and really let other people share. So it'll it'll be a fun thing. It'll be a fun thing. Yeah, I think do, you're uh, gonna kick ass with that, man. I, I, I think, think you're going to kick it. Yeah, it should, should be pretty fun. Yeah. Um, and other than that, um, um, I, would, I would encourage everybody to, uh, like I said, with magazines again, man, we're going to we're going to see magazines be attacked. They're going to go up in price. So one of the things that I was great to do was be able to put affordable products up there for individuals. So when you're on the website, we got swag, we got gear, we got all that. Uh, but I'm really trying to push people for medical aid. So we do have some uh, North American Rescue uh, medical kits on the site. We have uh, Grey Ghost Gear uh, med bags on the site. They're empty. You can fill them uh, with whichever way you choose. And uh, magazines, right? So we got magazines as low as eleven ninety nine over on the website. So go shop on the website. Have fun on the website. You got exclusive gear and training classes, obviously. Please feel free to jump in one of my training classes. If you're looking to support, that is probably the biggest way you can do it because I take a large portion of the proceeds and give back to the community of uh, outreach program, Amy for the Truth. So. Um, please jump in a training class. Uh, I got people literally uh, coming down from to Georgia to train with me. I got one guy that's literally flying in from Alaska uh, to come down and get some of this training. So, you know, jump out there and train. That's going to be the biggest way you can support. Any questions, let me know. And we always take care of our people, like um, the individuals that are training with me this weekend because I understand Americans are under attack. They're coming in to train with a couple of hundred rounds, but I'm actually giving them a hundred rounds just for showing up. Okay, right? Cool. So uh, we do different things to help out with no other choice. So, Jump in, support, reach out, have a good time, have a good spirit, because I will curse you out. Absolutely. And if you want, if you want that, go to IG where he does talk and engage with people <laughs> to the point that uh, I'm, I'm not really sure how long he's going to be on there, but hopefully he'll be there forever. Um, yeah. Yeah. No, but I love everybody. I just ask everybody to come with a 
with a with a with a clean mind, have fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when I say curse you out, it doesn't mean in vulgar. I'll, I curse my friends out all the time. They curse me out. So I say that with a light heart, right? Yeah. But we're gonna have fun and engage. But yeah. yeah. What's totally your right. What's your backup uh, at the at the risk of of getting like another uh, twenty things here? What's your backup for IG? Because I know they're giving you a hard time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They are. They really are. So it's the backup page, Katie of NOC, and the website, man. Um, the, the website, website okay. and the YouTube page because. Uh, the real NLC on YouTube is going to be something I'm going to uh, be putting a lot more content on. I'm not really expecting it not to be harassed, uh, but uh, when we get stogies and straps up too, that's going to be a platform that's all over the place. So it's going to be really hard for them to necessarily pinpoint it and attack it because of the conversations we're going to be having outside of guns. So that'd be the best way. Okay, and you're not on like Minds or MeWe or anything like that yet. No, nah, man, okay. I, I can't. I can't. I can't manage these social. Media, this shit is a job, man. Like, mm-hmm. I don't want to be so stressed in that I'm not giving people uh, interaction and attention. I like to talk to people, interact with them. So I don't want to be too many different places. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, but the website ultimately is going to be the place you can absolutely go. I will also say this: uh, one of the cool things that is happening, I will get confirmation on this this weekend. But um, I did a one-on-one uh, with uh, Hollywood, with a Hollywood actor, mm-hmm. um, and after uh, he, he just wanted to learn how to clean his gun, maintain his firearm. He's been in several pretty pretty big movies. He's been in blockbuster movies before, mm-hmm. um, and he just reached out to a buddy, but he hooked him up with me. Mm-hmm. Um, I did a one-on-one with him, and that led to um, me. I'll get the answer this weekend, but they invited me. I was openly invited. They sought me out uh, to be a firearms consultant on the set of a new pilot what? that they're going to be in the Netflix what? and stuff like that. So that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So I'll be, so that should be pretty fun. Yeah, that's amazing, man. That's awesome. Okay, so there's a whole bunch of things I'm not going to get to here right now. Uh, you guys need to follow all these folks on the social medias where they are. They're great people. They'll love to uh, engage and talk to you. I'm going to run in the end, and we're going to come back here and get the last word. Uh, I, I'm going to say it's not going to be me or Kevin. So, uh, But I'm going to let Kevin choose who's going to have to give us the last word here. But let me run in the end here right now. All right, guys, make sure you smash the subscribe button, um, hit the thumbs ups, ring the bell so you can be notified every time we go live. We really appreciate you guys hanging out with us here. We are going to rip the audio out of this and throw it up on uh, iTunes and all the other places you get your audio podcast from. Big thanks to Walther Arms for supporting this podcast and allowing us to have these conversations. I really do appreciate that. Um, Kevin, who do you think should give the last word? Brigitte, uh, there as you, you like to say. There you go. <laughs> Miss Brigitte. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, just wrapping up everything, I would like to say to just basically remember that we are all advocates. Um, remember that we have to continue to train. Um, if you want to get good at using the tool, you have to train with the tool. So um, get out there, train, dry fire. Um, do what it is that you need to do even during these times. Um, so don't stop. Don't think that you can just have the firearm on you. You still have to um, do more with it so that you can be more proficient and being a great advocate. Absolutely. Well said. We are out. See you guys. Peace. Peace out.